1: It's we go. pretty, we go. it's we go. Go, 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 Here we go. Here we go. Here we go rap 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 Ah 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 What's up y'all, Kofi Kingston here, and I would love to have a drink with Wrestling on the Rocks, depending on what that
2: drink is, preferably non-alcoholic, you know. How's
1: it going, Chelsea Warrior James? Soda. I would love to have a drink with Wrestling on the Rocks. Maple syrup.
0: I
2: would never have a drink with wrestling on the rocks. Welcome to the dive bar of the IWC. Welcome to Wrestling on the Rocks, episode one. Uh, Again, episode one because we the ones. I'm at Ref Marsh. We are at WOTR, the show. With me today for Thursday night, Chaser, as we chase away all this impeccable booking uh, (laughs) from the week. Miss Amanda Jane, how you doing?
0: You know, I'm not too bad. How's it going in your uh, neck of the woods?
2: It's going pretty good. We got a trip tomorrow. I'm getting my drink Mm -hmm. ready. Not tomorrow, uh, next week. Uh, So yeah, we're probably not going to do a show next week. I'm going to be out of town and uh, plus it's Thanksgiving. And there was Mm -hmm. one time we did a a show I really liked where it was uh, just me and my brother just talking about like wrestling stuff that made Mm -hmm. us thankful. So it was kind of cool, but. Yeah. Uh, I don't think, I think we're going to do that this year. No. Maybe. Unless I
0: mean, people are desperate and they want us to do some full gear crap.
2: Yeah. yeah, that'll be a hell of a fallout, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Make my drink over here. This is already going to be way stronger than I anticipated. I'm putting in, just to start off a little something simple, what's in your glass? Mm. I've had some of the stuff lying around and I'm like, I got to do something with this. So I grabbed oh, my no, that- Cordial Cafe from Italy.
0: I don't think it sure. likes this floating head thing you've got going on. Oh, yeah, I'm
2: doing floating head today. Yeah, uh, eh. My finger disappears and stuff. Ooh,
0: whoa, my arm's gone. Uh. Look, my finger disappeared into Zack Sabre Jr. <laughs> okay. And
2: pumpkin spice liqueur and I'm going to top it off with egg nog.
0: Holy crap. Happens. That just sounds like horrible.
2: It's going to be a wild ride. It's going to be kind of like a white Russian but with nog. So It's like a holiday
0: yeah, I'm but call it... eggnog and pumpkin spa. Oh,
2: yeah, I'm gonna duck. call it uh Christmas in Russia. Uh, Spoon Fox in the chat, I think he's saying Rufio, mm. Rufio is pretty good from mm. Hook,
0: but that does not sound very appetizing. I'm just gonna say that and put that out in the we'll universe. See.
2: We'll see, time will tell.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. why are the bagpipes?
0: Hold on, my mother's watching. My mom is in the other room. She likes to watch these things about the royal family, and I don't know why there's background. So hold on,
2: hold on. We're not even talking about Roddy Piper.
0: I Yo know Piper's not even
2: doing anything. That's
0: the thing. Hold on, hold on, hold uh, on. Yeah. I'm gonna disappear, but now I know how to come back.
2: Yeah, I guess we'll see. Swin Fox right. says you can call it raw booking. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna pull up some of the stuff i know we got to get through some birthdays i know we're gonna go over dynamite i don't even know if something happened on rampage it really feels like they're trying to make rampage seem like something but before we get into all of that stuff while amanda jane is away i wanted to throw out there you already you never left what no you just stayed up oh unmuted. damn it yeah, it's I fine
0: screwed it up again yeah, it's only we impossible. have new no technology people I screwed I'll it up last week
2: out. too <laughs> we never got good at the old technology so it doesn't feel like we're starting from yeah. scratch it just feels like we never you know we never got going yeah. uh what uh did you see the mass singer stuff
0: yeah well i saw the clip of the singing and i'm like yeah. that's chris before i mean if i didn't know who it was beforehand I would have known it was Chris Jericho right away because of my disgust of hearing fucking Judas every fucking week for the yeah. last whatever in the hell, right? So, kind of knew it. Yeah, it we watched
2: stupid. We watched those. We went back and saw him. His, he had three performances total. He was voted off unmasked. I don't want to kick the guy when he's down, because I'm going to be honest. It was all kind of really embarrassing for a lot of reasons. And when he got unmasked, though, he looked like he was really trying not to like like he was really he was trying so hard to smile and not cry, and his eyes looked red and stuff, and it was he took it real serious I think there was a part of him that really thought he was gonna win the whole competition.
0: Good lord, dude. It's not like you were fucking like okay. The first one, T Pain, okay. Oh, Who yeah. would have known good. that T Pain was a singer? Okay. I, I didn't know. I didn't know. I thought we were blaming it on the alcohol with Jamie Foxx. Okay, yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know, right? Even, like, he shouldn't, Chris Jericho should not be upset. People knew it was like when Joey Fatone did it, they knew it was Joey Fatone right away. Yeah. So, but did no, they should... know who it was?
2: Well, yeah, you know, they never guessed him, and then even when they um, unveiled him, you could tell that Nick Cannon had been, like, told what to say, because it was really specific. Yeah, A- he didn't A- know
0: who it A- was.
2: Him. Um, no. They said, and then, you know, Ken sits up and goes, "Oh man!" He's like, "I'm kind of starstruck right now." He goes, "Such a big fan of yours. Everything you did in WCW and WWE was so great." And you just see, like Jericho, be like, "Yeah, thanks, man." Like you could tell that he's really like bumming him out. So, I but what? he was on there, and I was kind of cool in a way. It was really funny, and yeah. I I don't know. I would suggest people to go listen. He didn't.
0: But you know, my thing is this: dude, does he realize that wrestling is such a small? little insignificant piece of the entertainment industry as a whole. And it's not like his band is like frickin Motley Crue or anything like that or some metal band that people know you know, like Winger because they had one really good song in the 80s, you know?
2: He also did a fake British accent when he was under the mask to try to throw them off and immediately two of the judges said, well, that's clearly a fake British accent. That's not a good (laughs) job at that.
0: Well, you know, I mean, I, I don't and it know. It sounded to say. like
2: Chris Jericho doing a British accent, even with his voice distorted. It was ridiculous.
0: That's stupid. Well, you know what? He should be embarrassed and he should be crying. You know, but whatever, dude. I mean, Maybe. I don't. Well, I don't rem, like remember when he was on Dancing with the Stars. No. Oh, he was on Dancing with the Stars, and he danced with um, Cheryl Burke, who's like the like she wanted a couple of times with you know people um and i'm like bro that's not your thing so don't be all upset if you're you know yeah
2: it was good there. it was good for what Art. it was like it's fine like yeah being overly sensitive about it's a little weird especially like you see adam carolla get uh unmasked in the same episode and he was like laughing about it and making fun of the whole thing and he's like mm-hmm. this has always been my dream to dress up as an avocado
0: you know yeah. what i mean like it's good yeah, I mean, he also was a female dragon, and that was kind of weird. So, you know, I, yeah, uh, I don't know what no. to tell you, man. There's a reason why Sebastian Bach makes fun of you.
2: I know it's so funny; it makes it funnier. Not- Serena Fox yeah. in the chat it says, "Chris Statlander's on a Netflix show." Yeah, I think a bunch of AEW people went on that show. The floor is lava thing. Uh, he goes, uh, "What is the mess singer?" Don't watch regular TV. It just is what exactly what we just described. Like you go in there as a big costume and you sing Mm -hmm. and they try to guess who you are and it's competition. Mm -hmm. So somebody loses and they get unmasked, Mm -hmm. and the other person's go on and it's a whole season. Mm -hmm. It's a fine Mm -hmm. show. Some of it's cool. You know, I like covers Mm -hmm. and some of them Mm -hmm. are amazing singers and do really good compositions of it. And it's fun, but like it's not like can't miss. I mean, I watched the first two seasons and then after that I was like, "Oh, Oh, if somebody is unmasked who I know I like, Maybe I'll go back I'll and go watch back. a compilation mm-hmm. of their songs, mm-hmm. but outside, it's you know, yeah. it's it's fine. It's something to put on, it's something I could watch with my family, no, no the, doubt. You know what I mean?
0: You know what? That would be something great for Marty to do. Remember, if BTE, if y'all remember watching this when he wanted to be a pop star, that would be fucking great. Anyways, mm-hmm. I digress. Actually, John uh, you Cena wanna... might be good doing that too.
2: John Cena'd be great. Man, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. uh did you want to run through uh birthdays
0: or what's in my glass because well actually i don't have a glass quite yet but i'll have regular coke because i'm gonna have a slush that is sponsored not sponsored by zoku yes i'm trying to get us a sponsorship because those are really nice with alcohol in it um but yeah but i have a bowl of hamburger helper i don't think people want to see that but anyways
2: shouldn't have been but birthdays yeah there's some really
0: interesting birthdays uh this week first of all this one's kind of a little seam one but um two days ago um was rest in peace the macho man's Uh birthday oh yeah and it's fitting that to coming up um this saturday it's miss elizabeth's birthday and i never knew that they had birthdays really close to each other so rest in peace both of y'all happy birthday uh let's see here. We've got um let's see. Here are people we know. The Bella Twins. Yep. Nikki and Brie. They're having a birthday. And no, I do not think that Brie is ever going to be in AEW. That's kind of weird. Let, let's just leave WWE people where they 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 are. Uh Shane Douglas, happy birthday. Um Shingo Takagi, happy birthday! You know, the, the LIJ no. thingy. No. Um, another one who is very interesting, Elias, happy birthday. Huh. Um, let's see here. We've also got us uh, Steve Austin. So, everybody,
2: oh, that's going cool. get a hell yeah, 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 okay. cheers to that for sure,
0: yeah, and then of course, uh, we've got the same day, which is very interesting on the other end of the spectrum, so, you know, puff puff pass, Rob Van Dam, happy birthday.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. very good. Yeah, <laughs>
0: there you go. Uh, And then um uh, Juventud Guerrera, happy birthday, dude. Yeah, celebrated birthday. And that is all we have for this, this week. Not very many birthdays. Um, If I did miss anybody, just know, happy no. birthday. You know, I mean, yep. you know, sometimes we miss some. Sometimes we don't. Yep, yep. Um, Happy birthday. Like, I don't I think I might have missed Leo Rush last time. But oh, okay. happy birthday, dude. Um, yeah. Good uh,
2: to see you
0: back. Um, Billy Starks should...
2: is about to make her uh debut on MLW.
0: Mm, very nice. That was coming very, up
2: pretty soon. And that's pretty cool. Very
0: nice. That's going to be cool. Didn't she just do... School. Yeah, she is. Didn't she just do stardom or something in Japan? She did one of the Japanese promotions.
2: That sounds right to me,
0: yeah.
2: Didn't she, I think? Yeah. I know. Uh, or, I, I guess, about to. Fox says Billy Stark's heading to Japan.
0: Mm. Okay. okay. Yep. And yep. I think I that. Very, very, very cool. Yeah, no, she's she she's good. It's like one of the... It's that crop of really young people that you know the the Starboy Charlies, the Nick Waynes, and you know Billy yep. Starts, and you know that really are paving that way. Roxanne Perez, I mean,
1: yep.
0: these kids are so young, so the future is very very bright.
2: Yeah, looks
0: good. good. So nice to
2: see. Park says she's got she's got it to be a school trip. Good for her. Yeah,
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. What did it's I a do? Broad studies. On- yeah it's like study abroad in japan mm. for three months oh what did you do oh i didn't go to school but i wrestled mm. in Studied a dojo physical therapy yeah i just scrub uh, floors you
2: did know. uh did you see all the stuff because i don't were you on
0: last week what the fuck happened
2: last week why do you feel like last week was a blur did the nick this stuff happen last
0: week or the week after no it happened this week Nick, Aldis. this week because mm-hmm. well, it probably happened right over after. the weekend huh yeah yeah it was right after hard times Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. And so I thought that'd be something that'd be neat to talk about at least a little bit uh, because, you know, we were heavily invested in NWA for a long time and we Mm -hmm. have not been at all recently. So there's a good chunk of what Nick's saying that it's hard to argue because as fans, you're like, yep, I have not been invested since that time frame that you suggested people Mm -hmm. stopped becoming invested. (laughs) (laughs) You know, um, but so what happened? Let me just lay out the, the scenario a little bit. He went on Instagram live. Uh, He said that he was had given his notice and he was uh, leaving NWA right after hard times. Uh, Billy Corgan responded to this by going on busted open and saying we don't need him. He's not showing up. He's not booked anymore. He's done for now. Right. Uh, He's had other things, too, and. So then Corrigan, or not Corrigan, then Nick Aldis responds by going on Not Sam Wrestling with Sam Roberts and giving his whole side of the story. And the, the the interview's worth listening to. It's about an hour plus long, and I think Sam says six words in the whole thing. So there's really not a... You know, you don't got to worry about not getting the point across. You got all of it across. Uh, Swimbox says, man, they had a great roster. Uh, a with, if, could be for NWA... God, he's got to proofread this shit, man. <laughs> uh, if the pandemic never happened, I would. What could have been? Uh, yeah, I was even talking about that earlier today. That that prior to pandemic, it was hot because it seemed like a, a regardless of all the other stuff. Because I Nick was saying it was no longer serious or dignified like it had been, and it no longer passes the Harley race test of if Harley Race was watching it and said, "What the fuck is mm-hmm. this? Could I defend it?" Right? And you, okay, whatever. Yeah um like but i i hear you but also kind of like okay that's between you guys but when you look at what it was presented as before uh with ricky starks eli drake james storm uh eddie kingston i mean even zicky dice i'd give it to him a little bit just because of how big his personality was Mm -hmm. um homicide what it was was it, it felt like a place Uh, I mean, and Nick included, obviously, I don't mean to just gloss over him like nothing. Um, obviously Nick was a big part Camille. Um, it felt like a place where they were putting a spotlight on talent that you kind of couldn't believe isn't on national TV already. Right. It was like the best of the best Thunder Rosa, uh, even Allison K. Uh, All of these people I've just mentioned all left during the pandemic when they were no longer uh, booking for a while and not trying to do the shows, they all left. And then when it left, they just filled it in with, I mean, to be quite frank, from what I've seen indie talent, that seems like they're probably around where they are going to be until they get better. Like it didn't feel like it was any more highlighting top indie talent. That was like, how could they not be signed? It was now just another indie promotion. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to knock Uh, the people there and saying that they don't work hard because they do. Just not everyone's on the same level at any given time. But the crew that was in NWA power when it launched was all ready for prime time, you know? Mm -hmm. So I I do think think that it's changed in that regard. Yeah, but I
0: also think that without having like Dave Lagreca or Lagana, sorry, Dave Lagana, Kind of bringing his knowledge and everything into it, and also with the absence of Dave Marquez, it yeah, really went Dave downhill as far as production quality. You know, um, yeah. again, I'm going to say, Way Barrett doing commentary was great. Um, I thought they had probably the best commentary out there, hands down. Mm. Um, yeah. When Power was was up was up and running after Cornette Left, but even when cornet was there, I mean, you know, I mean, it was a. But again, I think that you know it really lost lost its luster. Now, yeah, it kind of was like, oh, it's interesting because now what's Matt Cardona going to do when he showed up right. over there?
2: Yeah, Cardona you know? showed up. Chelsea Green, mm-hmm. um, Jeff Jarrett had a spot
0: because mm-hmm. he was hot yeah. at the time. Yeah. But let's go back to those days pre pandemic. What were we going into? We were going into the, the Crockett Cup again. With Skrull, you know, versus Aldous too, And that was going to be the one where I think Marty was going to take it. Because they really were working that partnership with Ring of Honor. Because remember, you know, Villain Enterprises was there. Um, they were using the bouncers at the time too. So there was a lot of that influence. And I think that... It's sad that all of that, you know, the pandemic kind of killed it. What would have happened if the pandemic didn't happen? That would be very interesting because I often yeah. ask myself, you know, does yeah. would that Me Too thing would have happened. Would it have?
2: Oh, the speaking oh, yeah. out. Yeah, that's kind of interesting concept, too, because Lagana might not have um, left the company. Had that not all come to light? Not saying that it yeah. shouldn't have happened, but you do wonder if it would have happened without the pandemic where everyone's kind of online a lot. Exactly. Um, Spinner Fox says, who's going to last longer, in WA or AEW? Well, AEW, just seen...
0: a little bit longer. Well, I don't know.
2: I think that the the interesting dynamic of that question is yes, Tony's got endless money, but he doesn't have endless platforms necessarily. And I don't know no. if, if Tony has the an ego that would allow him to step down. Can Dynamite go from TNT to YouTube if if Warner Brothers decides we don't want to do this anymore. You know what I mean? Where mm-hmm. NWA has always been on YouTube, so if they don't end up on a bigger platform, they are they are what they've always been. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I think that in a sense, AEW's got more people who could pull the plug than NWA. So,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I think NWA probably will last longer just because it's a passion project. Um, it's not his whole like legacy of Corgan is not def- defined by how NWA does, but Tony Khan so wrapped around AEW and has uh TV deals uh, in play that if somebody wanted to pull it or even the fact that the funding really comes from his dad, if his dad just want to stop funding it, then that's it. They're just done. Mm-hmm. You know, where I think with NWA, it would take Corgan specifically to say, I'm done for it to disappear.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, you never know, but I do think with AEW though, I think that Tony would do something because he has enough things like the Ring of Honor catalog that he could do a fire sale or he could start letting assets go away. And I can see that happening. Now, whether or not people would want to entertain it is a whole different question. But, you know, I think it's, fair to say that um, it would hang out a little longer. I can say if it went on a model like on fight where you had to pay, I wouldn't pay. Especially if you're getting the quality of what we have right now. Mm. Hell no. I'll just watch the free YouTube shit. But again, it's very interesting to see, okay, what has he done with Ring of Honor? Okay. That's coming up soon in December. And you see nothing. There's no buildup. There's no storylines. It's nothing. So, what do you do with that? You know, I've been thinking about that because people who are quote unquote just signed to Ring of Honor, well, okay, how do you put them into the fold? Or is it going to be the same bullshit people, you know? Obviously, that's going to be a whole, you know, Wardlow, Samoa Joe, Hobbs kind of thing. That's what it's sounding like it's building for that. But still, you know, it's like, come on, you have a whole somewhat different roster that's over there, you know, and people that we don't see anymore. So are you, you know, that we're supposed to be (laughs) just Ring of Honor. So what's going on with that? But, you know, who knows? I just was remembering that. Yeah, they're doing Ring of Honors doing their show in Dallas coming up on the 10th of December. And that's just weeks away. So mm, who knows?
2: Yeah, Spenny Fox in the chat says, I feel like WWE will control the states again in the near future, which will be boring again, thinking his friend JPW and stardom. Uh, they control the states now, dude. Like, that's the other thing mm-hmm. that Dynamite, there's been a ton of pictures and footage. Of that fucking empty arena, they didn't even sell three thousand tickets to to -hmm. the show. It was just shy. That's not good news. It's not exciting. Mm -hmm. And I know that that they have already sold like nine thousand to the pay per view, where that's going to be. But that venue's not even sold out, and it's this weekend. Mm -hmm. It's a couple days away, and they haven't sold it out. And that's the only reason that that's like a big problem is that like you kind of want them to do better than that. You want them to be able to sell tickets, even if they if they aren't going to grow their audience. You'd hope that they've targeted an audience that will show up. You know what I mean? Because that's always well, been the complaint. Are they catering to a specific audience? And if you say yes, then then
0: you better pick an audience that's going to be there. Well, here, here's, the, here's a very good litmus test, okay? Finally, they're coming to my area. We get two shows in San Francisco at the Cow Palace this is the smallest venue beside. actually, yeah, it is the smallest venue. It is the smallest venue that AEW will perform in. Mm. It's only about 6,000 seats. So, my question is thinking, is this going to be the same people? Because I will say this right now, and you can mark money on this. If we see The same washed up and no offense to the white people, all you lame white people that are there every week, you know, with your stupid, everyone's got a sign that's facing the hard cam of some sort, you know, or all sorts of bull. If we see that again, I will say this. I'm going on record. I'm saying this. The crowds in the San Francisco area are probably the most diverse in wrestling period. Okay, you can go back. Look at WWE. Look at when they've done Raw in San Jose or SmackDown in San Jose. Look at when I don't think they've been back here since, in or well, at least I don't think they've played where the Chase Center yet. But we're a pretty diverse crowd of, of people, and that's all the indie shows that I go to that are up here. So, and I know how hard. Yeah, it is but to that's. Get this-
2: it's assuming the AEW is putting out a product that a divide, d- diverse group of people want to see. Yeah, like if, but also, If they don't show up, then that's more of an indication that they're booking towards well, a spe- like more specific demographic, but they shouldn't be.
0: I'm, I'm or not going to But I'm not going to show up if I can't sit where I want to sit. Okay. I've not been able to get a ticket like near the front at all. Okay. I'm not paying $2,500 a ticket when I know that there's these people who look like, you know, they don't make a lot of money, you know, in some of these cities, that I'm like, how the hell are they always in the front row? And I know they're not paying $2,000 a ticket. I know that. How? I don't get it. I know I'm not Brock Lesnar guy, so I'm not getting comped here and there, because we all know he does. Or I'm pretty sure that when Izzy goes, she gets comped. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, well, why? Like, I like I'm like, I'm willing to pay that. Okay, I will pay. You know, I don't want to ask for a handout. I don't like I don't ask for them and I don't like doing it. Mm -hmm. But the one person who I feel comfortable saying, hey, can you help me out? Will probably tell me. I'm probably not even going to be there because I don't I don't that that's not what I'm contracted to wrestle yeah, no. yeah, my only saving grace right now is he supposedly is supposed to come do West Coast Pro and West Coast Pro is running this Saturday after so I'm pretty sure we're probably going to get you know which I'm sick of like we don't need Daniel Garcia again okay he's just really overrated now he was great when no one knew him but now it's like oh you're too much you're getting shoved down my throat um, maybe Hobbs will get his you know his hometown show that he never got before, you know, because he got signed during pandemic. And then, yeah, it's a, still a slap in the face that he went to Defy first and then not come back to us. Whatever. <clears throat> I'm over that. But yeah, no. So that's my only thing is, yeah, Ickerman is there. But I don't think that he's going to be booked on that. And I don't want to go to the powers that be over there at West Coast Fair and go, yo, is he going to be on that card? Because then I know I can go to him right now and say, I know you're going to be in town you've, you've got to be at least doing one of those shows you might you might you might be doing like all those stupid things for internet tv even though he doesn't do those anymore yeah so i don't know we'll see
2: yeah Spinner fox we'll says see. he might do a trip to colorado to see the elite so he can say he saw them live and then be done with wrestling in in the states
1: you know uh, mm,
2: i don't think i even mm, care to have them on my bucket list of people to see live they so apparently they're coming in Arizona in February, and I might go. Um, I mean, I was awesome. at double or nothing the first double or nothing, we were there, uh, but I just didn't go to the venue. I didn't go, like, I was like, I'd rather just watch it on this TV. Like, um, I'd
0: go, I'd go, yeah, if but... it
2: works out, I'll go, but I'm not like it's not like an end all be all thing, you know what I mean? If it doesn't happen, then so it's so, okay. You know, but if it works out, then fine. Yeah.
0: I will say this as a person who has seen the elite wrestle, I will say this. The elite now is nowhere near what they used to be. Okay. So my big thing is if anyone's ever wanted to see them, if you didn't see them in like Resita, you Will never get the elite or in Japan at the Tokyo Dome, you will never get a, the elite, the, the best version you probably could ever see of the elite. You're not going to get that, Mm-mm. so I'm very fortunate. And they were facing, um, I want to say the Lucha Brothers, and I can't remember who the third was. Yeah, I can't remember, I'll have to think about it, but that was like, um, Bola 2017. That was amazing. Grim
2: Reaper's coming through. Cheers to Grim Reaper. Uh, was there anything else in the news that you wanted to? Um. Mm,
0: oh well, I mean, this was newsworthy-ish. Um, this last weekend, um, Marty's girl wrestled at um his first uh show for uh, AAA, and apparently he's um contracted, so. Oh. Yep. So a lot of you guys, you know, because isn't that Conan's production, Triple A?
2: Um, I know he was helping them. I don't know how much he's helping now. I think he still works with them. I don't.
0: Because I thought he was the booker, but I could be wrong.
2: I don't know what level. I know yeah. that he helps at a certain on a certain level, and yeah. I know that he's had varying degrees of of final says there. Like he's been very right. heavily involved at certain times and not others. Um so I just I'm just not sure what the status is right now on that.
0: Yeah. But for them to sign Marty and kind of commit to him is a huge deal. And I don't want to say it flew under the radar. I just want to say I don't think people really care as much anymore because people are over the whatever. You're still going to get people who are anti him mm-hmm. and then you're going to get people who support him. It's like just let the guy wrestle. There are certain people who should not be back but this is not one of those people. Because even like when you think about it, like going back to um, Lagana, I mean, yeah, that was some kind of serious stuff. But it's no in no way like somehow some of these other people have been and who have a pass. Yeah. So just saying. And that's it.
2: Yeah. Uh, did you want to talk NXT or AEW first? Um,
0: let's talk NXT first. NXT. Yeah. Since yeah. we're going into a pay per view uh weekend.
2: Yeah, that was interesting too. Uh, yeah. when is their show? When is the NXT one? Uh, December 10th. December tenth, yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like a month away. Yeah. Um but but
0: it's very interesting. Yeah.
2: It seems yeah. like it's going to be something. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. It does open up with Brownbreaker versus Von Wagner for the NXT Championship. I thought it was interesting and a little weird to put this on first, but at the same time, mm-hmm. it's not like anybody thought Von Wagner was going to win. Uh, yeah. But I actually thought <laughs> Von Wagner had a really good showing here. I thought he was awesome.
0: He did. He had a very good showing. I mean, again, you know, I could do without seeing Robert Stone. Um, oh, yeah. All but that stuff was good. Despite awesome. that, you know, Von Wagner, I was actually surprised with that particular match. So, um, not surprised that he didn't win, which, you know, come on. If he if Braun is going to lose the title, it's definitely not going to be to Von Wagner. It's going to be someone who was a big part of that um, NXT UK um, franchise, so to speak. <clears throat>
1: yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: But outside of that, it's good. Yeah. It's just good. Uh, right after that, though. So I, I liked all the video packages, for one. Mm-hmm. There was a few mm-hmm. of those throughout. But the Zoe Stark promo.
0: That was awful.
2: I was, like, hard to watch. And it went on way long. And it just kept going. And I, was, I kept mm-hmm. thinking to myself, I don't remember ever thinking she was this bad of a talker. You know what I mean? But, like... It- you could tell she was trying to follow along a script and so her inflection on words were off placed. It was really weird. Also, she just remembered oh, I was supposed to be screaming this and so she started screaming like in a weird spot and then you go, okay and then there's other parts where like she was clearly stumbling over so much. It was tough. Mm-hmm. It was tough mm-hmm. and it went on forever. And maybe the fact is that they gave her too much to do and that's why it came off bad. Maybe it was like hey here's five pages we need to go say it all but whew, that was tough. It was really tough to watch because that's going to be hard for her to come back from, if I'm being honest, especially from the fans. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, I I think it was because beforehand, she was always cutting a promo with somebody else. Yeah. Or in a segment with somebody else, um, more in that tag capacity. So she really did not get any solo time with a microphone.
2: That's probably true.
0: And I think that this was like, whoa. This probably set her back months and months and months. Because when you see someone like. Yeah. You know, like Cora Jade. Like how developed she's gotten, you know. Mm. And um, even the, the toxic attraction gals. You know, like. Because I never thought that GD Dolan was, you know. Wanted to be good on a mic. In her former you know, her former self and even kind of like when, you know, she first came up into NXT, but now it's like, Oh yeah. You know, she, if she had to do it on her own, she could do it. Same with JC Jane. Um, and then obviously Mandy is just superb. You know, I can't say, you know, enough good things about Mandy, but I think that that that's probably the weakest like link of a, of someone cutting a promo that i've seen in a very 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 long time it's almost like i guess if you had someone where english isn't their first language and they're trying to cut something that's pretty difficult like i'll use an example um ray phoenix doesn't cut a very good promo
1: Mm.
0: um Mm. His brother does a little bit, even though, yeah, it's a little bit of broken English, but he cuts a little bit of a better one than than Phoenix does. That's yeah. kind of how I feel. with like, so he like, mm, you either need someone to talk for you, or just don't talk at all. Yeah, and that's where she's rough. sitting now. Yeah, it was really rough,
2: and it was hard to follow because of the way she said it too. And I was like, mm-hmm. I
0: think tough. she kept repeating herself, so it was almost like she got flustered and yeah. kept. Going back to those same parts of script that she yeah. really kind of remembered.
2: Yeah. I was going to say Conan is a booker in AAA, but he's not sure if he's top Booker yet. Yeah, I don't know what, what Barry's degree he's at right now. But <laughs> uh, Inda Sheer versus Ariel Dominguez and George Cannon. I thought Veer was in this. Yeah, it's a yeah, tag match. Tags. Yeah. All right. Well. Oh, Indashir is the name of the tag team. Virmahan mm-hmm. and Sangha are the two guys. Song, right, yeah. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: Uh, that's why I didn't realize that was their tag team name. Uh, yeah. All uh, right. This was fine. Yeah. But it just was what it was, and I liked it that they talked. Mm-hmm. I liked that they talked afterwards, so you knew it wasn't going to be some crazy gimmick where suddenly he doesn't know how to speak anymore and he's no longer a to or some shit. You go. Yeah. Okay. Cool. This was. Yeah. This was, I thought, pretty well done. Gives them yeah. their unique look and doesn't hold them back.
0: And also, it really made them look like rock stars after the Zoe Stark promo. <laughs> like,
2: oh my god! Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Oh, I'm like, oh, okay. There's. that have faith in people speaking on the mic.
2: Yeah,
0: that's what yeah. I call. Uh
2: What do you think about the Wendy Chu uh, staga with Cora Jade?
0: I love that that kind of Mean Girls-ish kind of thing and. Yeah, I haven't felt that way since like brought up stuff that was like high school. So that was really cool and interesting to see that they're yeah. going in that route. So, um, yeah, But y'all know I'm on that choo-choo train, so, you know, love it. So I love yeah. every bit of that. But um, definitely, I'm liking how it's really kind of, I guess, I haven't seen this in a while, that it's kind of like art imitating life. And bullying mm-hmm. and whatnot. So I think that that was kind of cool. That's kind of cool that they're going mm-hmm. in that route. Uh, a different angle of it. Of storyline. Because when you had Cord Jade and Roxanne Perez. That kind of stuff too. So
2: Yeah. Uh, Greenberg says they were into sheer back when they were with Malcolm Bivens. But they got the pu- plug pulled after the IG incident. You Remember they leaked the Keith Lee win before they aired it? Oh yeah. Oh
1: That's yeah. Funny. Mm-hmm. That's
2: really funny. Uh, but yeah, but this is obviously they're going to keep the same name, but have a different presentation and that's for the best. So that was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Apollo and JD McDonough was a good match, but again, I'm just not invested, man. I just don't care about their story and I want to because they're so good.
0: <laughs> well, I you know, honestly, they've done nothing for me to care about Apollo Crews being in NXT. You
2: know, what's interesting. Is there's so much good talent right now?
0: Mm
1: -hmm.
2: that a lot of the fan favorites for a long time was like the quote work rate guys the guys who would out wrestle other people and they're just such Mm -hmm. skilled technicians at this point there's such an influx of really great wrestlers Mm -hmm. that it doesn't cut it anymore we've almost become full circle where you like having gimmicks like the goon might actually work now because you're mm-hmm. like, well, someone, and we need a reason to care. And you being a good wrestler is just not it anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like the, like Daniel Bryan realistically got over because he was just that good of a wrestler. He mm-hmm. was in that era where there was a lot of big characters and not a lot of great uh, um, work rate guys. So when he showed up and did what he did, it took a while for him to become decent on the mic from being completely honest he really got over big time because of his ability to wrestle and that's just not going to get somebody over anymore because everyone is that good now so now it's kind of to the whole point where it's like yeah it's a great match so what and that's kind of a weird spot to be in you know what I mean like you kind of go mm-hmm. it's a great match you should be really into it and it's like it's but they're all great matches at this point mm-hmm. so it's that's like
0: how... so <clears throat> yeah that's how Claudio Castagnoli is being booked yeah you know but with apollo though i guess maybe we assume too much and i mm. think that i know i assume too much like thinking man this is going to give him a nice little place to kind of reboot his
1: yeah. himself
0: kind of a la mandy like how yeah. Mandy was mm, no i'm like i don't, I don't even know. know what it is anymore it's like why are you, why are you here
2: Which is kind of a bummer too because everyone who's come back into NXT, we felt like, oh, this is really fresh. This is good. They're leaning into this. Oh, they're redoing that. Mm -hmm. Apollo's the one guy who showed up over there and you just get that same excitement and go, oh, yeah, he really could use that all of that, you know,
0: Mm
1: -hmm.
2: and then we just aren't getting it on the same way and just go, God, is he like
0: No, and then now just I don't even know what's going to happen with that. I'm like Who do you think Scripps is? I don't
2: know. I think it might be Vincent. Do you think so? Yeah, that's my thought. I don't know. And then the uh, is Dijakovic, is is he that hard justice guy or whatever, or is that a whole other dude?
0: We're getting a lot of a vignettes for dude. people. I yeah, I think it's a whole other dude.
2: We can't have six vignettes of six different people and not show any of their faces.
0: I know.
2: <laughs> really fucking hard to follow.
0: Well, it's more like a crap. It's like Russian roulette, I guess. Yes. Mean, yeah, it's like, okay, who? guess who it is.
2: Yeah, who's this even about? Like, you, you can't do them all the time altogether.
0: But I would think that Dijakovic, you know, you're not hiding who he is because obviously we saw this other, you know, these other promos.
2: But we're not seeing his face either. We're seeing one dude's what? chin, one dude's eyes, and one dude's handwriting, and we're like, what the fuck? Just... Razor vignettes know. and Mr. Perfect vignettes weren't done from the back of their head. They were front and center, boom, this is me, mm-hmm. this is who I am, what I'm about. All of these they, vignettes they being love- all mysterious is getting really fucking okay. tiring. Just
0: come out. No, who it are is. It's these people that they hired. Jean um, Carlo doesn't work for them anymore. They're these people that they hired that are trying to emulate like what he does, but are not very good at it. So no, you get these really no, choppy, no, weird, you know?
2: No, I'm not gonna let you sit here and give John Carlo the credit for all of the good vignettes that have ever happened. He did very little in that company. He just did a couple things that were very
0: big, but he did some really good damn ones.
2: He did some good ones. At the same yeah. time, most of John Carlo's stuff wasn't fucking spooky and mysterious. Joey no. Janela's videos, Ricky Starks videos, they look great, but you he also see do who any they Ricky are.
0: Stark's videos. I'm not Ricky saying he the- had to. <laughs> Ricky I'm saying it. that
2: these are other ones that are out there that are good, that you can watch and look at, but well, the they're Gimela all just trying did. to be the next... They're all just trying to be the next break. And you can't have six people come in and try and do the White Rabbit at the same time while you're still on <laughs> the heels of the White Rabbit, because now I don't know who the fuck you're talking about at any given time.
0: Well, you know, I don't even know if they know what they're talking about at any given time.
2: That's what's making it so stupid! Like, you can't... No. like. It's all their creative decisions too. It's not even their video editor. Someone in creative saying like, oh, we'll make a mysterious video. You'll see like their ear lobe and you go, okay, okay. then that's, then what's the next line. segment? The next okay, segment, we have this down. other Mysterio video. We're going to see this guy's chin, and like, but we don't know who either of these guys are. No, you're not putting their name up. No, someone needs to be in there and say, well, you can't just do that back to back like this. Like, well, spread this shit out or start showing faces.
0: Well, you know, that's their way of, I guess, I don't know. It's the way to drum up excitement i don't know the funny but thing is, think... is they're
2: clearly trying to drum up excitement and no one's talking about any of their vignettes
0: i think there's to nothing
2: fantasy. to latch on to
0: no they want people to fantasy but they want to and no one is like guessing games that's what it no is. one is
2: because no one gives a yeah. shit because we don't have any information they did with white rabbit and they don't understand the difference the difference no. is there is actual clues and things to go around the difference there is, is we are already piecing it together the whole time You're bringing in new talent that we've never seen before in a really cryptic way. There's nothing to piece together. And you have Skiz on the same show. How much weird cryptic shit do you need at one time? If everybody's one thing, nobody's special. If you're all uniquely dark and mysterious, none of you are uniquely dark and mysterious.
0: They're trying to do something different than Tony Khan, Okay. That's all I can drum it up to.
2: Anything you do on TV will be different than when Tony Khan does. (laughs)
0: Because he's been doing the same shit back to back. Not true. Not true. If one of those fuckers comes out with snow, then yeah.
2: Yeah, snow is pretty good. Um, What happened here? I was having this thing go and it locked up. Uh, let's see what else we got Wesley and Carmelo Hayes had a sit that down with Booker T I thought it was pretty solid my favorite part though was making fun of Justin Justin mm-hmm. Time who he was here recently yeah mm-hmm. he, uh, in the middle of this whole thing Booker just goes okay then shucky shucky quack quack and I just started dying <laughs> laughing knowing that Justin would be at home being like why did he say that stop it he's like so tired of him that I just cracked up laughing, just being. This is great. Say it all the time now.
0: Yeah, uh, but they're back
2: and forth. I thought was
0: great. Yeah,
2: well, I even thought Booker well, added a lot to this.
0: You know, he did. Okay, bravo to him. I still don't like his commentary, but one thing I found very interesting is, you know, was just. I think it's setting up the inevitable split of Trick and uh, Carmelo. No, I think that Carmelo is going to be leaving soon. After this. Oh. I have a feeling. And Trick's not going with him. No. I
2: don't have any issues with that. I think that...
0: That's what my I mean, yeah.
2: Is. I was going to say that Trick is a really good addition to Carmelo, which is true. And I was going to say that he could lean on Carmelo basically forever, which I think is true. But at the same time, mm-hmm. they should want him to be his own guy too and yeah, he might need to break away just to do that
0: Mm -hmm. and I think that that would be great because then he's already really prepared to have a really good program with Wesley off the bat with it so I think that that's that's a good strategy to go if that is the case I hope they go that way Um, just because then you don't have this endless Oh, my God. It's still like fucking the whole J.D. McDonald's. I'm like, just go away, dude. OK, yeah. you haven't gotten it done. You're not going to get it done. You know,
2: uh, Justin did oh. say I got to give it to Booker. He was a great part of that segment. Justin, what do you think about when he said Chucky, Chucky, quack, quack in the middle of all of it?
1: <laughs> um,
2: what I thought was great about Booker's what he did here was so many times we've seen the contract signings where the guy just goes like, do you want to sign it? Do you want to sign? It? Hey, guys, don't fight. And that's it. Mm-hmm. He approached this like, no, I'm going to kind of interview these guys. I'm going to get them Mm -hmm. to show who their character is. I'm going to feed them enough. Like, he was hosting a contract Mm -hmm. signing. He just wasn't witnessing a segment. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I thought it was awesome how he did that because I think it's so unique to do that because – Every contract signing we ever see, there's one person who goes, all right, guys, we've all agreed in the back. There's going to be no touching, right? No fighting. So just sit down and be cordial. What mm-hmm. do you want to say? And the person says all the stuff. Oh, okay. What do you want to say? Okay, now sign.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and then flip it. the table over and we're yep. going to fight. Yeah. yeah.
2: But this was, mm-hmm. I thought, awesome because it came out almost, it was pretty close to almost a podcast. Like these guys felt like they were two guests on Booker yeah. T's podcast explaining Mm -hmm. why they're in this fight and what they want to do and just getting their um, uh, uh, personalities across. And I thought, this is probably the best contract signing I've seen in that regard from a host, for sure.
0: Yeah. Well, he's good at that stuff. But again, like I said, I just... The commentary, man, it just... No. But this was great. But commentary, no.
2: It kind of makes you wonder. He clearly... He's clearly doing different things in those. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's not like he's just a talker and says, oh, trust me, I can say what I want. I'll be fine. Yeah. He's approaching them with different mentalities, which is interesting to think about because he's, I think, a really smart guy in all this. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's approaching them with a different mentality, and that's kind of impressive. Makes you yeah. wonder what his thought process is behind that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because his wrestling promos were different than this. This was different than his commentary. His commentator is different than all that. Like, his podcast is a different tone as well. So, for him to... And the kickoff shows are different as well when he does those. Yeah. So, to see him switch into these different mentalities, you have to imagine there's a purpose.
0: Yeah. But also, I've noticed, too, that Vic Joseph is looking real kind of cash.
2: Yeah, he's gotten real casual.
0: I'm like, what the hell? Did you just, like, roll out of, like, like bed and grab whatever the nearest like jacket was and rolled down to the performance center. And
2: they also booted him off of after the bell. He was replaced by Kevin Patrick, Mm. which I think they're doing to try and build a chemistry with Kevin and Corey because they're the commentators on raw. Mm -hmm. And man, as much as I like Kevin Patrick, he is really struggling. Like it is. He sounds asleep, dude. Like I'm low energy. And I just can't imagine how this guy is so low energy at a wrestling show. The dude's sedated. Other wow. people sound confused. Like, remember um, the guy before Jimmy Smith?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, he was just kind of like, was saying stuff that didn't make sense because he didn't know what he was watching. And then Jimmy Smith was saying stuff and he understood what was going on. But he was just kind of like, this dude comes off like he's asleep.
0: That you know was I mean? Marvez on commentary with aew
2: oh yeah alex marvez is a as hell
0: i was like what the fuck is this they got to get rid of him and then he would say inaccurate things and i'm just yeah. uh. and then yeah. you know coach clearly that-
2: never watched the product yeah. but was excited kevin yeah. clearly watches the product he doesn't even fart when he's excited like nothing comes out of him man doesn't matter how exciting this thing is brock lesnar mm-hmm. could throw him and you'd hear him go oh golly yeah uh, um, uh, Justin Time does say Booker put his foot down, and it really differentiated this contract signing from all the others that have ever happened. Yep, that's, a, that's yeah. the case of it. Um, and I kind of go through this because the dyad against Briggs and Jensen fine,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I barely paid attention. Sean Michaels, which I like the dyad or not? Yeah, the dyad I like. Yeah, that. The schism,
0: all that. I'm like, okay,
2: right. yeah. I kind of want something bigger for them. I think is what it is. I don't like the story well, that they're in. I like them a lot, yeah, but I'm all it. like, okay, Briggs and Jensen, whatever. And even the yeah, even know. the Cameron Grimes stuff. I was like, whatever. Like, I want them mm-hmm. in something that feels important, and nothing they do does.
0: They were important in their former selves. They were important. Yeah. But you know, don't know who the idea that was. So.
2: Yeah. Spinner Fox says he doesn't even need commentary when he watches the wrestling. He just likes the wrestling. So he's here for the moves, not for the story, which is fine. Well,
0: you know, there was a certain time where all I had from Colt Cabana was his words when it was in Ring of Honor. So, yeah. There are some people who do do listen. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Shawn Michaels announced the Iron Survivor Challenge match for NXT Deadline. Are you fucking kidding me? Did you hear this thing?
0: It, it, I this was, was like, a, wait a minute.
2: This this is the most Tony Khan thing that Shawn Michaels has <laughs> ever done. Coming up with stupid words and tying them together for a fucking match to make it sound more important than it is. A championship eliminator match. An eliminator tournament cha- challenger. That's all his kind of shit. The Iron Survivor Challenge at yeah. deadline. <laughs> Yeah. So you he's all like, I run could run do what, what Tony does. And we're like, yes, you can, but no one wants you to. <laughs> Don't do it. It's the stupid. The, so, first off, the yeah. name's fuck, awful. The name is I am Survivor <laughs> Challenge. And so then I thought, okay, it's going to be like an Iron Man match, and uh, but like a gauntlet style or an elimination Iron Man match. So I thought it was going to be something simple like that, right? Hour long. No. Imagine, imagine an Iron-, Iron Man match and how they worked, right? What if they just did an Ironman match with elimination rules? You got five or six people in there. The match goes an hour. People get eliminated on the way through. All right, whatever. The fucking rules on this thing are so long that all of the reviews I see about it just post to the video because they don't want to transcribe all that shit. It's ridiculous. So here's the other thing. The match goes 25 minutes long. Five people. Starts with two. Every five minutes, someone else joins. Someone's gonna end up out there with only like five minutes left. They're gonna be only in the match for five minutes and they're supposed to catch up. Like that's gonna be supposed like potentially an interesting dynamic at the end, but also kind of fucking dumb, man. Uh Spinafuck says, I mean, oh, he goes, uh, so it's an Iron Man Rumble. No, it's not, it's worse. No. In my mind, I thought an Iron Man rumble would be cool. This is worse. 25 no. minutes starts with two people every five minutes, somebody joins the match the you you have to stack victories by pin submission or disqualification if you lose any of those pin submissions or disqualifications you end up in a penalty box for a minute and 30 seconds the match goes on for 25 minutes and the person with the most victories wins yeah which is probably the most concise that's ever been described and there's probably some other weird rules behind it (laughs) uh just times it's basically a non-title Ironman match championship, scramble and King of the mountain jumbled into one. It's a clusterfuck. Yeah. When I first read it, my first thought was penalty box. What is this TNA? The King of the mountain match that also didn't make sense. And had way too much, many rules Conrad and, and Jeff Jarrett on their podcast even broke down that match once. And Jeff was really defending that. He really liked the idea of the match and how it worked, but also conceded. There was way too many rules to make any sense of it for simple viewing
1: Eek.
2: Sprinter Fox says sounds like a kid made it up HBK is the, is my man but stick to training and teaching wrestlers that's what I mean it sounds like it sounds like he called Tony Khan hey what's something that you thought was too stupid to do I want to do it
1: <laughs> it's so
2: weird I'm just well, not into any of that and I saw it and I was like they're doing it for the men and the women and we're gonna find out who it is and I was like nobody wants
0: to know. Go off with that I, I, I don't want to know but honestly, I'm, like, okay. So, I am so
2: not looking forward to anything to do with
0: those. No. I will say this, though. When I <laughs> first heard it, I was like, oh, fuck. This is, this is like Tony Khan rejects on the floor. Like, someone was at AEW backstage. There was a stooge. And they picked up garbage. And they looked mm-hmm. at it and they saw these things. Penalty box. Hmm, okay. Well, we know that, you know, NHL's on, you know, whatever tbs or tinder whatever the hell oh, yeah. right so they're like okay penalty box okay right obviously they're not going to use that because nobody big on hockey but then again ha, huh, fool you we were just were at the new jersey devils and had people who had nothing to do with who knew nothing about hockey there but anyways decide the point and it, it, i'm like what the hell so this is probably please don't let this main, be the main event please let it be in the beginning so some of us could not, can just kind of I, gloss over it. I bet you it's going to open
2: and close the show. Well, no, I guess not, because they're mm-hmm. going to have a world title match in there. They're going to have at least, at least two. So yeah, put those on the top. Let's get through them. I'm yeah. Just, like
0: nobody cares because that women's one's going to be really weird as fuck, depending on who you have in there.
2: They're both going to be weird as fuck, and they're both going to make no sense. And at the end of it, they're both going to have a winner that goes for the championship. And you're, I guarantee you, no matter who it is, everyone's going to be like. I guess they won. Like, it's not going to feel like just do a fucking battle royal at this point. Like, what is this?
0: This is their opportunity to give Indy Hartwell a push on the women's side.
2: They could. She had that win over Tatum Paxley, which was nice. She's been, I've been Mm -hmm. liking this aspect of Indy Hartwell. Now that you bring it up. Now that you bring Mm -hmm. up Indy. She's been winning with old school wrestling finishes
1: consistently. Yep. She
2: doesn't seem to be having one solid finisher just yet, but they've all been old traditional, like the kind of finish to an old territory match. You know, yeah. a superplex does it. The right yeah. DDT does it. Like mm-hmm. bringing a lot of simplicity back. A move looks big. Therefore it's powerful enough and does the job. I've been loving it. I like that aspect of what they're doing with Indy. As far as like her Promo stuff she's sounding a lot more uh skittish than she did before. She sounds a lot more uh unsure of herself. So I want her to build up that confidence, but her wrestling has been vastly improving as she gets away from the comedy. So uh Fox says Indy let her be the last one and win it all. I don't think I think you could easily put Indy in the championship match here against Mandy for sure, but I don't think I don't think Indy's gonna be the one to take it off of Mandy. I don't think she's looked strong enough or conniving enough. I just don't. I just think we're still building her. But with that in mind, I thought Alba Fire was really gonna be the one to, to take the tile off of her. And that is uh not what happened. Amanda, anything on uh Indy or Tatum? Yeah, she just left. There you go are going to go to the main event. Mandy Rose versus Alba Fire in the last women's standing match for NXT Women's Championship. This was awesome. I thought this match was really good. I think that Alba Fire and Mandy Rose work really well together. The big thing, obviously, at the end, Isla Dawn shows up, spits and fires face, pushes her off the ladder. She goes through the table, and Mandy gets the victory with the assist, obviously, from isla dawn which does mean to me we still could get an alba fire victory here to to uh, um to get the title off of mandy i wouldn't be surprised if we ended up with the triple threat mandy alba and isla and alba pins isla and gets the title that way Mm. that wouldn't shock me
0: would you do it on uh the 10th
2: yeah
1: yeah
0: i would would
1: do
2: it a deadline and i would move on um i would get um I might even sit on them a little bit. Maybe do one or two more shows in NXT, just a match or two, with Toxic Attraction, but then have them disappear. Have them mm-hmm. re-debut at the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm.
0: Was it me, or was that a new when Nandy did her entrance? Was that a new little Toxic Attraction little um, thing on the screen?
2: I think so. They've been tweaking. Yeah,
0: it. the we are the attraction. Yeah. Or something yeah, like
2: that. Yeah. Uh, let's see, let it be the last one. Oh, he says, uh says, I love it too, but the IDBC's been shitting all over it. Yeah, the simple victories by Indy. And he does say, yeah. yeah let's face it, all the talent, female talent in NXT can't hold Mandy's boots. Dude, right now that's really hard to argue, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Mandy's been doing so spectacular that you see the Indy and Tata match and you go, Yep, I don't see someone there doing it. You see uh uh what was the thing earlier? Oh Zoe Stark. And you go, yeah, nope, you can't have her out there talking every week.
0: Mandy would obliviate her.
2: Yeah. I mean, I I even think they've cooled off Wendy. Oh, yeah, if they did a promo back and forth, forget it. Yeah. But I even think that they've cooled off Wendy Chu enough. She's nowhere near being ready for a title shot again.
0: Mm -mm. And you You can't put Tiffany Stratton in there because she's been nowhere. You know? Yeah, she can't just show up and do
2: it unless she shows up and wins this. Iron Steel Survivor Challenge. No,
0: that's Indy. My money's on Indy all the way with that There's one. There's no fucking way.
2: Indy's not going to get a title shot. She's not winning yeah,
0: it. She's not going to win it, but you can give her the title shot to kind of give, you know, like showcase her. If
2: I mean? Albafire wins at deadline, because that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm pre-booking. I think we get Albafire, Mandy, I, Dawn at deadline and Albafire wins. You really want mm-hmm. Indy and alba fire?
0: No. That's where I think that again it's going to cancel out Al- alba fire and um it, that's going to cancel itself out.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. where I think that that's going to that's going to happen.
2: Yeah, I can see Was that. It?
0: Because they're but... going to, you know, obviously they're going to be pissed at each other for costing them, you know, that title and of course Mandy comes away again still you yeah. know you've got too many other personal things Alba Fire you can't do it you know yeah and that's and how Mandy you get even it Mandy cut
2: a promo earlier in the show it was so good like yeah yeah Mandy's absolutely promo. killing it which yeah. is why I think she needs to lose so I don't go to the main roster but at the same time yeah. I don't know who you're this mm-hmm. in the place yeah Uh you want to talk AEW
0: Abs smurfly.
2: Oh, Spinfox says, why don't they use Ivy Nile more? Dude, she had a lot of stinkers in a row. Mm-hmm. She had some really bad promos and a lot of her matches were clunky and bad. Her finisher is really hard to do and looks awkward. And mm-hmm. I think she needed a lot of work. She just, she doesn't look natural out there. She's a beast. Okay. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to fuck a fighter, you know, but there was a lot of, uh, there seemed like a lot of work to do. So, yeah, yeah. Uh dynamite opened up with the opposite of dynamite.
0: Oh did you watch Rampage?
2: No. Did it happen?
0: It did. Well, we had some of those matches. You had the um matches.
2: What are those? You had
0: the Russian bandito good match.
2: Website yeah.
0: And then you had um we were supposed to have Archer and Starks, but oh someone was not medically cleared, meaning they had way too many matches for an hour. So hey Ricky Starks, we're not gonna use you.
2: Well Tony but, said on a on the media call today that Ricky was actually injured. Because someone asked him about it so that he's been injured for a, a couple of weeks or something like
1: that.
0: I don't, I don't know. know if
2: that's true, but that's what I he well said. no,
0: only because I know he was I had heard he was off TV for some like personal reasons.
2: I don't know. They didn't. They lied about his his broken neck too, though. They said he wasn't oh. injured there until all of a sudden they had to. Well,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. But whatever. I know no, no,
2: no. Lacey Evans could make a good tag team. They could.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, but Lacey do a lot of the talking. She's more comfortable on the mic. Mm-hmm. They're both like pompous. Yeah, that could work. That's uh, awesome. so what you had. Rouge Bandito. You had Jungle Boy, mm-hmm. and Christian Cage, and Lucasaurus face to face. Nyla Rose, self-proclaimed open challenge, Mm -hmm. and Brian Cage versus Dante Martin and Orange Cassidy Mm -hmm. versus Lee Johnson. No, of course. Why would I watch that? It was on there. You want me to see? Well,
0: guess if you were this weird tournament, you know. But that's all. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, Uh, now we can go on to Dynamite.
2: uh dynamite did have brian danielson and claudio versus sammy guevara and chris jericho so i paid very little attention to it i had my two screens up i had my windows up side by side AEW and nxt and so that was an easy one to just watch nxt and the opening match and focus on that um Mm -hmm. i saw bits here and there but nothing i wanted to see but it probably looked fine i didn't see anything that looked ultimately sloppy but i didn't see anything that made me very close i was not watching very close
0: no, Guevara, I'm sure, had something, but I again, I kind of glossed over it too. Because, why? I don't want to see Sam and Guevara on my TV. Thank you very yeah. much. Yeah, especially after all this. bullshit Sorry, yep. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: okay. Anthony Bur- Bowens versus Swerve Strickland. Oh, let's start off with that video package, right? Hold on, let me see. Him.
1: Yeah,
2: um, picked up by Sting, placed into a car. A body bag? What? I did not see this. There was a body bag video package. Mm-hmm. Oh
0: my God. Yeah. How'd that go? Well, you know, it's Sting. Yeah, I don't sting. expect anything from Sting until winter is coming. That's his Sting anniversary. <laughs> yeah. Um, true. And there better be fucking snow. That's all I'm
2: going to Let's snow. see. It is. yo, know, yeah, Fox like Sting and Darby versus Jeff and Jay. Yeah, I get that. I mean, yeah. I like Jeff Jarrett a lot. I like Jeff Jarrett saying that this is Sting's last match.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: He's just going around saying that. People are like, "Did he say that?" And he goes, well, "He doesn't know it." But when I'm done with him, I'm like,
0: yeah. <laughs> "I love it." Old school <laughs> shit
2: talk. Into it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they did that music video with Paul White being Captain Insano. I watched that it. Is dumb. I didn't like it. And then about thirty seconds into the song, I just muted it and moved on to something else because <laughs> I just yeah. don't like any of what they're doing. But I mean I know people do and so I'm not saying don't do it, but I'm it's not for me.
0: I'll just say this.
2: Certain Fox says Two it was a WWE ago. moment. For sure, yeah.
0: dude. I will say this. Two weeks ago we had Cole Cabana versus Chris Jericho. And that was writing wrong. Where has Cole Cabana been Vincent's Enough said. So if you can do stupid shit like this, why can't you give, like, fucking Cole Cabana and let him do something stupid like that? I don't know. Next thing you know, we're gonna be resurrecting Squatty Goldman.
2: That'd be cool.
0: Yeah. The worst Uh, person, wrestler ever from WWE.
2: And... I don't know. That whole video package was so bad, I didn't even watch the match. But I guess Bowens and Strickland had a match. They probably would work well together, right? Did mm-hmm. they not?
0: Yep. Excited. They're going to be on the cruise. I can't wait. I want to meet um the two of them. Oh, that'd
1: be
2: cool.
0: Bowens and Castor.
2: yeah. Uh, from Fox mm-hmm. says, I told you it was his last match for Jericho to beat down old ROH wrestlers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. And he said it was a good match. Yeah, I believe it would have been. Yeah, when I saw the names on here, I go, oh, maybe I could have paid attention to it, but I don't feel like I'm going to go back to watch it. Um, We already went over that?
0: I feel like Um, the Ocho's going to lose his belt this week.
2: You think so? Who's he facing? Oh, he's got four guys in there, right?
0: Four. Because you know what? He is expecting Sammy to lay down for him. Sammy ain't going to do that. Sammy doesn't even know how to sell. Okay, first of of all, Jericho, so what are you talking about? Yeah. And I think it'll go back, either rightfully go back to Claudio, or it's Danielson's time. With it.
2: Mm. Yeah, maybe. Danielson's not doing shit right now, so that might be interesting. Yeah. Um, Fox says, just wondering how long Joe and Lee will be with them until they make the jump. Samoa Joe and Lee Moriarty? Is that what he's talking about? Huh? I don't know. why. I don't know. There's... A,
0: Wait, the jump to what?
2: I don't know. Who the fuck is Lee? There's a bunch of Lees Lee, Lee Johnson, Lee... Lee Moriarty, Keith Lee.
0: Yeah.
2: Like, this isn't WWE where they try to make it easy to know who you're talking about if you're going to abbreviate, dude. Keith Lee, he said. See, that was, I wasn't even anywhere near that.
0: Yeah. God.
2: People get mad at Vince changing everybody's name. At least we knew who they were. <laughs> yeah. I didn't get the goon mixed up with anybody ever. Um, I don't know. Do you think Keith Lee goes back? Mm-mm. I feel like he really is unhappy with everything that happened there, regardless of Triple H.
0: Very unhappy, him and his old lady. So they aren't ever. I don't think they'll go back.
2: What are you but talking about? Me already is back
0: with WWE.
2: Yes, she's been on for a couple of weeks. She's got a War Games match what? coming up. What? Yeah. She's teaming up with Bianca. An and...
0: No. She went back to no, okay. No, well, she's out there. She's got go new music then. and everything. The fuck? Oh, shit. Well, maybe he will go back. And
2: that... oh, So now he's going back for sure.
0: <laughs> I don't know.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I feel like he's pretty. He was a Triple H like. guy,
0: wasn't he? He was, yeah. Yeah.
2: I guess it is possible. Uh, I do think Joe has no respect for Tony Khan, which no. is why I like him. So Joe, I think he might jump at any second. He might not even wait for his contract to be up. There's no respect on him. Um, but he did cut that promo. Samoa Joe being the him. Uh, saying that he refused to be a victim to Wardlow. I'll be honest. Samoa Joe is awesome and a great talker and he did everything he could to make this angle work but he didn't have a lot to work with and that was pretty evident to me it seemed like an over exaggeration of a whole lot of things because not much actually happened and he had to pretend to make it important yeah and so you're like all right he did an awesome job at that but he was given nothing to work with and <laughs> you know, i commend him it was cool but it also was like Made me look at Joe, like not Joe the guy, but like Joe's character a little bit weird where you go, okay, I guess he's going to flip out about all sorts of stuff. Uh Fox yeah. says if they do make a Joe versus Wardlow versus Hobbs might steal the full gear pay-per-view. They already announced that, I thought.
0: They did. Uh-huh. Yeah,
2: it's been announced, I thought, for like a week.
0: No, you know, it's going to steal the pay-per-view.
2: Uh, Cole Cabana.
0: Yeah, doing nothing.
2: Just basing it off of historical evidence.
0: Yes, <laughs> that's historical evidence too.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, no, no, I think yeah, he's yeah. It depends it's one of though. Sometimes
2: being not a part of the thing might actually be a career highlight. Being able to say I was not a part of that.
0: <laughs> cool, like, I don't need this shit. But yeah. before I go in, well, let, yeah, let's talk about the the Wardlow thing. Wardlow, I was never really that jazzed about I don't believe mm-hmm. and it just because it's like okay you made him the good guy because of Max Ooh. Oh, I'll put that tea. Um, you made him the good guy because of Max hold on I will take that put tea in it what? the pink one you- sorry episode one had a run in yeah, sorry first episode you know how to run in I had popcorn delivery um <laughs> anyways um he was only placed as this good guy because mjf treated him like shit i mean wh- what else did he bring he was just a victim of being the the slave so to speak yeah you know and because he's a big guy and whatever
2: And you know, I mean, I've liked him, he's been decent, but he's not doing anything.
0: But no, I mean, can he wrestle? Mm. Mm. The jury's kind of out on that. Um, but for me, it's more interesting to really see Joe and Hobbs, yeah. And if people don't don't think that, then I don't know what the fuck you're watching because that right there that's the money right there, yeah. Two big guys who can who can do some shit and now joe in the last couple of times hasn't been winded which is awesome so i'm not saying he's back in his good old joe shape but he's in better shape than he was when he stepped in the door yeah so definitely um that's right there is the highlight of it. Yep. Mm-hmm. and i do see hobbs probably taking both of those titles it's a possibility.
2: Oh, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Depends on how they go about it, but I can see it. Uh, let's see. Yeah. There's the Brick Baker promo that I was kind of over. Mm-hmm. Uh, has, has any of the page and Brick Baker stuff been hitting with you? Some people are super stoked about it. I'm not thrilled about it. I kind of don't I'm care not, about it.
0: I'm not thrilled about it, but... There's something about Britt Baker that it's got it ruffled her feathers somehow, because how she is um, pretty much delivering a lot of her promos and things like that. And I don't know if it's you know how much of this was really scripted, mm-hmm. and not that I you know we don't know. But there was a lot of there was a lot of truths that were said on you know, at least with Soraya's side, Uh you know? And I think that with Britt Baker, she hasn't had an opponent that would, would, I don't want to even say talk back, but who would elicit that kind of reaction Mm. because she could steamroll over a Tony Storm. She can steamroll over Thunder, you know? Because yeah. that's that position that she was put in, but this is someone that's like, Mm-mm, no, this is something that definitely, this is another one of Tony's like toys, okay, well, and he's going to be treated as such. And now you're getting that treatment that everybody else has gotten, and you're not liking it, probably.
2: That and realistically, Soraya kind of has more to prove than anybody else on the roster right now.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. she's got she a does. lot
2: to overcome, and she's got mm-hmm. a lot to prove to herself and her own mm-hmm. abilities. Um, yeah. Outside of what she's got to prove to everybody else, because realistically, mm-hmm. probably more to herself than anyone else, because we've already seen a ton of people come in and do nothing, yeah. um, like respectfully not be given the opportunity to, to do anything.
0: All mm-hmm. of these
2: game-changing uh, mm-hmm. roster additions and these these mm-hmm. big waves of you're gonna oh oh we have Ember Moon now it's gonna change everything. We have Ruby Soho now everyone better watch out. Mm-hmm if Soraya showed up and just didn't turn out to be much of anything or wasn't booked really strong, we would just go, I guess she fell victim to the Tony thing again. Like no one would hold it against her, but I do think Mm -hmm. to her, she has a lot to prove um, to herself that she is capable of doing all the things that everyone else was supposed to be doing and with any luck and with what appears to be, Tony's not going to just cast her aside because she is already that important by name value alone. So mm-hmm. maybe she's going to be able to actually do the things that everyone said everyone else was going to be able to do that they couldn't do just strictly because they were never given the opportunity. Maybe Tony's going to give this one the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spinner Fox does say the promo was good until Soraya shitted on it and said shut up and fight. And it's kind of I felt about MJF and William Regal. Remember I was like MJF had a pretty good promo and then Regal just shit all over it and I was like fuck that other dude. Regal's
1: the best.
2: <laughs> uh, let's see, triple Th- death triangle versus top fight and AR Fox. I guess AR Fox got signed, right? It was the news coming out of that.
0: Yeah, and it was interesting to me because everyone was telling me on episode one, a couple times, that no, AR Fox isn't getting signed. He doesn't like to travel. No, That's why I he's not he signed. Sign. But now he's gotten signed, which I think is a really great addition because again, he's a very good wrestler. Very I mean, he's taught he's taught a lot of a lot of guys.
2: That's right. He's a guy who was training a ton of people.
0: Yeah, he was training a ton of people in Atlanta. So I mean, he's had like Lee Moriarty. I mean, he's got, you know, those kind of caliber people that he's trained, men and women. And it's kind of like wow, okay. This is a good this is a good addition. I thought that um, his style did work does work very well with top flight works well with a lot of mm-hmm. people. So I'm really excited um, they haven't officially said he's all elite like they did with bandito. yeah, but I definitely think that um, that there is um, there's a lot of really good potential with him. So yeah. hopefully, He's not just like here and there and whatever. Hopefully he's got we see him.
2: Yeah. Uh Spring fox says, I hope Jamie wins the title and beast uh and best everybody, even Thunder. Jamie wins, makes it non-interim champion. I think he's trying to say it's what's best for everybody. And I agree. I think that um Thunder should have never been putting me in the position to be holding an interim title. She was gonna be out too long. They should have stripped her, but I understand that there's probably a lot of thought on why uh, they wouldn't want to do that, having set mm-hmm. interim title pre- um, um, precedences before. But I also think there's a certain point where you have to realize something's just not going to work and don't do it. So this feels okay. like feels like it was really a negative thing, ultimately, for Thunder to have to go through. Um, yeah. It's going to tarnish her, and it, she doesn't deserve that, and it's not her fault. Yeah. So
0: I think Cargill's time to lose.
2: Yep, Cargo's got to go. Uh Fox says, uh, FYI, if you still need a Thunder Rosa figure, AEW Shop will be selling them 50% off tomorrow. They have Hobbs and Starks, too. I'll have to look. I remember seeing that Thunder Rosa. There's the bloody one, and I thought that might be a cool Thunder figure. Maybe I don't, I don't need all of them. It was on Ringside Collectibles. I saw that.
0: Well, no, 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 no but per wrestling tees. Well, I
2: guess I'll have to look at what they got.
0: Part of me was going to go ask Ryan Barkin. Barkin. Did you get the chase of Starks? I,
1: I really know. want that.
0: I mean, there was a contest on Instagram. I entered. I, I saw y'all. somebody
2: on my timeline was selling one for 150 but I didn't forward it to you because...
0: That's too much. I don't someone like people who saw, are doing that.
2: A bunch of people bought them.
0: I was selling yeah. it for 100 and I was going to see mm. if he would um, sell it to me for 75
1: mm.
0: Because... Mm-hmm. Ricky Starks, you can go and buy him on Ringside Collectibles. And I think he's like 15, 16 bucks now.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. They, those don't really hold their value at all. Not at all. Yeah. but uh, and,
2: and it's always like a perceived value, it's never an actual value. People just say 200 because they want to and not because it's selling mm-hmm. for that. Yeah. Uh, Ethan Page versus Bandito, AEW World Title Eliminator semi final match.
0: That was um, a good match. I love Bandito. Love Ethan. Yeah, Page. It looks
2: like Ethan Page won.
0: I know, but that's because that's the trajectory that we're going to see. Because I believe on episode one, I said that Ethan Page is going to win, going to be in that final. Yeah. And yeah. I believe he's going to be in that final against Ricky Starks. And I have a feeling mm-hmm. that something is going to happen or this is gonna be the first time there is no winner and loser in a um in an AEW match. Because I think that MJF somehow is gonna fuck it over for Stokely and company, but it also kind of will sabotage Ricky in its own way too, that you have to DQ it. There's no way or injury no. comes into play or something.
1: No, it's definitely but, not happening.
0: But it was very funny because on Twitter, someone had asked, had said and tagged Ricky in it like, oh, man, uh, you know, Ricky has to win like uh, three matches in, you know, in a weekend. Well, in a weekend uh-huh. to win the thing. And I was like, uh, yo, I've seen Ricky start win three matches in a night to win a title. OK. Yeah. 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 I think March was there, too. I'm not mistaken
2: yeah he had seven matches that weekend he yeah
0: three that night yeah and they weren't like they were easy matches I mean you know yeah. that one with Trevor Murdoch you know was a was a great match you know that was a great one they all were really good because I think he wrestled who was it Caleb no Matt Cross or Caleb Conley or was hmm. it I can't remember Anyways, I'd have to go back and
2: watch it. But yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sort fox of like says Regal turns on Mox, calling it MJF as a face is not good. Says nope. uh, Ricky will have two matches, Rampage and then the pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. Yeah,
1: because I don't think Ricky's going to gonna win
2: that thing. They're also not going to do a DQ thing. They're not going to do some sort of like specialty change. They're going to do the same shit they always do. Put it on the guy they want to and just move forward. I don't even know if Ricky's going to make it to the final, to be honest. I don't know that they have him beating Lance Archer. They've been trying to Make Lance look like a badass.
0: Yeah, but Lance Archer is about to go to Japan any day now. Sure, Global Tag League.
2: So bad, it's one weekend. You just said it was one night.
0: Wrestling with Murder, Grandpa. Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, Paige faces the winner of Archer and Starks. Yeah, well,
0: no, you guys were forgetting about Brian Cage. Who's that? He beat Dante Martin. He's in the semifinal. He's going to vase whoever Starks and Archer is. And I think that because, you know, good old nostalgia, they're going to have Starks and Cage again.
2: You think you're going to have Starks beat Lance Archer and Brian Cage? Yes. And then go on to beat Ethan Page.
0: Mm-hmm. Or Stokely and Gang is going to injure Ricky.
1: There
2: doesn't need and to be man. interference for Ricky Starks to lose a match.
0: Yeah, I'm farting to you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, no. I I'm just saying the only reason why is because it, it sells this injury again. One. And then two, not only that, but it gives another storyline for Ricky that's not ridiculous. You know, he had to overcome, you know, the factory. Malcolm Bivens and his band of fucking idiots. Yeah. No problem. You know,
2: what do you think of the Tony Storm versus Anna Jay? It's fine. Anna Jay is much better than she was six months ago. Yeah,
0: she is. But she's really coming along. Yeah. It
2: was another stupid match, though. Like having eliminator matches is stupid. Especially if you're mm-hmm. gonna have the champion win all of them, just make it an open challenge. Hey, I'm a fighting mm-hmm.
0: champ. Yeah,
2: you know it doesn't have. To, you don't have to overcomplicate this.
0: Tony doesn't under. Tony doesn't. Tony Khan does not understand that concept. Yeah. Well, also, fuck Vince didn't either.
2: All of their like, hey, beat the champ to get a title shot. Fuck that, dude. That's the dumbest. It's always been the dumbest. I. I don't hate it when they have a non-title match, but the stipulation mm-hmm. isn't that you get a title match if you win like i don't mm-hmm. mind it when they do these other kind of weird matches and it just so happens they have this match but the mm-hmm. title's not on the line and then yeah. they lose the match and the person says look at you should let me have a title shot and now the, the champion really doesn't have a way to talk himself out of it like that whole storyline those make some sense to me but to, mm-hmm. to have a match that's already said beat the champ to face the champ that's just too much up front man yeah. uh Frenchmark says, why is there a ra- rankings if there are Eliminators matches? Yep, the rankings are still doing their thing, and they should know. Who knows? Uh, no one knows? But I just think it should have been an open challenge. Tony should have fought uh, um, Anna J and won, and that would be it, and it's fine. Because I guess they're trying to put some seed of doubt that Tony might not win it. Well, it's an Eliminator match, so she could lose it and not lose the title. So she might not win. And you go, yeah, I did that. Mm-hmm. But it was pretty good. It was a good match. Uh, Anna yeah. Jay's come a long way. Um, she
0: has. And I think that um, not only has Anna Jay come a long way, but I really think that um, her days is being, you know, I don't know, like uh, Ty, Ty mellow or fucking Sammy's bitch, whatever you want to call her. yeah Yeah, she's better than that so yeah can we end that please
2: she's eclipsed her in the in wrestling as well
0: absolutely yeah
2: Mm -hmm. um all right so now we got kind of that was kind of that was the last match that was the main event so we had a moxley come out though afterwards and talk
1: Mm -hmm.
2: oh the jamie hater stare down was a little weird but it was fine I couldn't figure yeah, out what Jamie was boring. trying to do because she was all like, "Oh, it's all good, it's all good," and then pointing at the title and then like shrugging it off. Like I couldn't tell what she was trying to pantomime.
1: No, no, like, I was
2: like, I've, "I, was like, you're trying to get some sort of message across, and it's very confusing. It's not very direct." Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. um, so Moxie comes out and he cuts this promo, and I wonder,
1: mm-hmm.
2: this promo was all over the place. And it was really weird and he was forgetting stuff. And some of the stuff he said really made make a lot of sense.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Some of it was like a more sedated version of other promos he's had. of uh, Fox does say it was just spring them up since the women's got get much time on TV. Dude, fucking proofread your shit, man. <laughs> It's all over the place. It's like he's not even doing like voice to text through Siri or something. At least that would
0: explain You know what you should do? Is you should find a way that you can put the chat in here so people can see what you're talking about.
2: The chat is posted everywhere our videos are.
0: Well, I know, but like, for example, like if I'm not somewhere, if I'm watching it live, let's just say, right, and I'm like... Okay, or I'm watching it. Yeah, it's like that. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Wow.
2: Yeah. Oh, and then I can put it away.
0: He He's text shaming you, Spinner Fox.
2: Yeah, he did this little face.
0: <laughs> yeah. What face Yeah, I that? can show
1: him. Okay,
0: awesomeness. Uh, I think that, that's kind of cool. Anyways, but if you're yeah. listening, that's why you have to watch us. Yeah, there's a
2: Jennifer. visual element now. We've got visual mm-hmm. elements happening.
0: Yeah, that's when Fox are doing that, to screw it, screw the show. That's yeah. why when Mark says you can de- come on and derail the show, that's derailing the show right there, 101. Absolutely. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. you can derail the show. You just got go to go twitch.tv slash resting on the rocks. Uh, or YouTube now, youtube.com slash resting on the rocks. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so the despondent weird Moxley promo aside... Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that in its own way.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But for the past couple of weeks, I've been noticing something. And I'm not trying to be like ahead of the game or you heard it here first. I'm a little concerned. Mm-hmm. Moxie's been getting really puffy in the face. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like he's not putting on a bunch of weight, his face is getting very puffy. Okay. And that's different, that's holding water weight. Mm hmm. I hope he's not drinking again. I hope it's holiday cookies or something. But (laughs) if I'm being honest, like having had friends with severe drinking problems, their fingers start to swell and their face swells and their feet swell before their stomach starts to be get bigger. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) your extremities are all swelling. And so the fact that he's been looking kind of puffy lately, I was all like, man, I hope, I hope it's just like, you know, the season you know what i mean i mm-hmm. hope it's just like a few things that just uh, that just is what it is
0: He's adding the winter weight
2: yeah but it lives I,
0: in las vegas but it gets cold yeah though.
2: yeah winter weight fine but mm-hmm. that combined with this weird promo i'm like i really yeah. hope it's not a bad thing and i'm not trying to say that it is and again i'm not trying to be like yeah, I heard you're your first or any of that bullshit i'm just kind of like i've had friends go down those paths before a number of times, and I've lost friends because of those paths, and so maybe mm-hmm. I'm a little bit more sensitive to it. In that, I'm more mm-hmm. concerned about it, and I take what he went through very, very seriously, and mm-hmm. I find it inspiring. And I just, like I said, I've lost people, so it's like it's hard for me not to look at it and just look at him, and in a sense, just always be looking at him. Like, is he okay? You know yeah. what I mean? Because that's something that you think about. Then at that point, mm-hmm. well, now that we know this, well, now I, I want to make sure you're okay. So mm-hmm. seeing all that made me kind of go like, I don't know that he's okay. And so I hope that other people in his life are at least aware of and you know, checking on him and that he's probably fine, you know?
0: You know, my thought with the promo was remember when he got the when he got the uh when he got the uh the belt. Yeah. I he wasn't not it wasn't spo- he wasn't supposed to have that. Okay. Yeah. Processable of nation. He got it. Because he, spo- he was supposed to take time off. Am I not correct in saying yeah, that? Yeah, it was
2: like six months or something like
0: that? Yeah. He put a lot of pressure on himself. Being that, you know, he was going to be, you know, that guy. That, yeah. that face of the company. He self-appointed himself to that. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's been kind of burning him out. You know? Especially when you know that you're going to have a break, you know? Yeah. And that's where it's kind of like, okay, you know, wins, enough, enough. And so that's why, like, I'm like, that's what, for me, solidifies the fact that he's not going to retain. And it's going to be the Mm -hmm. era of MJF. Yeah. And I think that, you know, he needs that time. Because he's been going pretty hard pretty much since he's arrived there.
2: And he kind of came back early from rehab.
0: Yeah. You know what
2: I mean? And I think, and I wonder if part of it was, let me come back early, make everything right, because I left in the middle of all of that, Mm -hmm. then take a break and really, you know, maybe that break was a little bit more than just a vacation. Maybe there was more to it, you know, and maybe, maybe this being forced back in full time, Not forced, right? No one was forced, but being put in a position where now he's back full time, maybe that was just a bit much too soon. And I don't know. I just want the best for him,
0: man. And not only that too, but remember, he's now exclusive, so he can't do anything else.
1: Yeah, he can't do anything
0: else. Has been dropped. So anything that was like kind of like that relief away from AEW is now gone. Yeah but again it's kind of self-induced like you took it upon yourself of this you wanted to be that guy that yeah. leads the locker room leads that change you know it's hard and i think that i don't think he realized it takes a lot out of a person and maybe at the time he thought he could commit to that but he's probably just thinking i just want to I want to want my time off now
1: yeah,
2: he needs it. Yeah. Also, but yeah. but going like a little bit more, um, a little more kayfabe. Let's just talk some storyline stuff. Cause yeah, I think we all want the same thing for him. Um, yeah. Spinner Fox called it the punk, the punk effect, and said he started with non-alcoholic drinks, which could led to drinking, and also non-alcoholic drinks uh, can also put on water weight if he's mm-hmm. having like uh cocktails or mocktails or sodas and stuff, there's a lot of a uh, swelling that can happen there too. So it also could be a good sign. It could be a sign that he's overindulging in the non-alcoholic stuff too. That could be very much a thing. Mm-hmm. So um, it doesn't necessarily mean, like I said, I'm not trying to be like, you know, I'm not trying to say something that I'm not trying to say, but you um, just a concern. Uh, So in the promo, though, he tears apart. He buries MJF in a crazy way where he's talking about how MJF had a failed attempt at a Brian Pillman story, (laughs) but he flubbed that up. He didn't know what Mm -hmm. day the pay-per-view was. He flubbed up something else. There was a few times where he said stuff, stumbled over words, went backwards, and I couldn't make sense of a lot of it, (laughs) but it was all like a much more um, sedated version of what he's been saying, but the same. Uh, the firm comes out, beats the shit out of Mox, which he sold like crazy. Like I feel like he was overselling at a certain point, but
1: mm-hmm.
2: it was pretty good. You know, it gave MJF his time. MJF cut the same cadence promos he always cuts. It was another MJF promo. It was fine. I don't. I'm getting tired of his cadence. It sounds like the cadence you get when you're reading through a thing. Yeah. You know, but. I don't know. What'd you think of it? It was a.
1: Uh, I don't know.
2: It was kind of a. It was kind of a flat way to to end it off. Like it didn't feel like either story there really made me, or either person really made me go like, "Oh shit, this is for real." Like both sides made me go, "This is kind of goofy."
0: Well, it's a very predictable story, and it doesn't have to be. Yeah,
2: maybe but- that's the problem.
0: Yeah, and then the interesting part was um, people's promos as of late have been interesting because a lot of it is poking the bear of Phil. Yeah, And a lot of it also is poking at things that people say, like the pillars of the company. And it's very interesting that People are very opinionated, even people who are the pillars, you know,
1: Did
0: and because
2: think... they also been hidden more WWE stuff too. Joe mm-hmm. said to Tony Schiavone, you remind me of one of my old co-workers named Paul. I hope this mm-hmm. conversation goes better than that. And I could not figure out who the fuck he was talking about, because realistically, if he's trying to say Paul Levesque. I don't buy for a second that anything about Tony Schiavone reminds you of triple H and I don't buy for a second that you hope these, this goes better in a threatening way. Like I beat the shit out of him too was kind of like the tone. Cause Mm -hmm. Tony's like, ah, me too. So I can't figure who he's talking about. Cause I don't, I don't believe it's triple H. I think the easy thing to say is a triple H, but it doesn't, it doesn't equate. And I don't think Joe would say that for the sake of it. I think he had to be talking about some other Paul, Heyman? but I can't figure out who it was. Paul Heyman? Did he choke out Paul Heyman
0: one time? I don't know. That's what I was asking you.
2: <laughs> he might have attacked Paul Heyman.
0: That could be that it. That would make sense. Paul would, so. would be Heyman.
2: I know so Paul and Brock players? and Joe had a whole thing. So, yeah, that's probably it. But I saw people trying to say, oh, he's talking about Triple H. I was like, there's no fucking way. But Paul Heyman and Tony Schiavone? It's got to be, it's gotta be Heyman.
0: Where are WWE fanboys who can confirm this?
2: Yeah, I'll Google it. While I and Google then, it, you... you go back to the MJF stuff.
0: Yeah. So MJF. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen, saw this. Um, but there was some footage after the show that was floating around YouTube, or not YouTube, but on Twitter, and maybe Instagram. But um, that was showing, you know how you know that MJF talking to the crowd and Tony Khan was out there and. You know, it was Samoa very Joe traps
2: Paul Heyman and Coquina Clutch 2017. Smojo sends a message to Paul Heyman. He like squeezed his face too. Yeah, he attacked Paul like twice.
0: Yep, see? Paul Heyman and reacts to Smojo's beatdown. Yeah. And I don't even watch the program.
1: Yeah, that's sick.
0: I will say that. <laughs> you dumb fanboys on Twitter, you don't know shit. I don't even watch a shit. And I knew it was fucking not fucking triple H. All right. so that's Lord. way,
2: and see, that's a better reference, anyways. That's a much mm-hmm. better, and that's what I'm saying. I was like, Joe's too good and too clever to have something that stupid. It's like it's got to be something better. Yeah, the Paul Heyman reference, that's sick.
0: That's, that, awesome. that's a fucking great reference. Samo Joe yeah. is a smart fucking man. He's you got so a fucking mad respect to Joe. Okay, oh, yeah. and you people, you internet fanboys, you guys are so stupid. Oh my the god, the
2: worst. <sighs> The thing is I'm this, though, as Twitter falls and burns, because it's currently burning now, and <laughs> apparently there's, like, buildings people can't get into, and <laughs> apparently that there's major server programs that have been shut off and are slowing down, there's a really good chance Twitter's not online by the time we're offline. Probably. But. Got our My belief is that the dying days of Twitter will be in the hands of the IWC. We ain't going anywhere because it's our wrestling bubble, and we will burn ourselves before escaping a fiery hellhole. We know this by our own fandoms. We don't turn our back on shitty wrestling. We don't turn our back on this fiery mess. The last dying days, it's going to be like children of the corn of the IWC. Just... Twin Fox says it's not Triple H, Joe loves Triple H, IWC is dumb. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I, I, every one of those things I saw, I was like, you guys are wrong. I couldn't piece it. Again.
0: And I confirmed uh, it. And I don't watch WWE. What does that tell you?
2: Means, I'm not Nostradamus, but. It's the whole tree through the forest things, forest through the trees.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I put two and two together. It's true, mm-hmm. you do do math. Like, if you were to tell me, oh, you know, well, John, my co-worker, John, and, you know, what does Cena do to you? Did Cena make you take off your shoes when you entered his house? Come on now, people. This house his rules. Come on. Just saying. Anyways. MJF. But no, MJF was really into this whole, you know, like, you know, kind of, fuck, you know. This that, and whatever. So he, they're really trying to push this guy as this guy is the future of this and all this other shit. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I see that. But it's like, Tony, you got to not put all your eggs in one basket. I mean, there's other people. Um, so are you kidding me? Hmm.
2: Your whole and argument what? against MJF's story is that all of Tony's eggs are in one basket. Your argument against the MJF story is that Ricky Starks is there. No,
0: <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. I'm arguing against the story of it, is because okay, MJF will have a pretty interesting reign of people. Yeah. This is now time for these young people who've ne- or younger people who've never, ever, 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 ever been on fucking WWE to fucking stand up and f- show you either going to sink or swim
1: with Yeah, this. that's MJF. There's going to be
0: some people who are going to absolutely fail and there's going to be some people who will rise to the occasion. Okay. So right now, I'm really, I'm seeing that, okay, the first one that's going to, unfortunately... Fall through is going to be Ace and Page. And it's really sad because he's really good. Anyways, yeah, you're, you're going to get Starks in there eventually. You'll get uh, Guevara. And boy, that's going to be horrible because. You think
2: you'll get Colcabana versus MJF?
0: Father and son? Yeah. Been there, done that.
2: Not on AEW, you I haven't.
0: I don't think you're going to get that though.
2: Says, I no. hate that they're putting MJF as a as a face, but he is pulling a big one and we'll but go he, back to his old you know, heel ways.
0: He's not a face. He's a tweener. Okay. Just because he's getting good crowd reaction does not necessarily mean the guy's a face.
2: I mean he does.
0: It's not black and white. There's shades of gray. And no, that is what MJ. No,
2: because that's when you're trying to be too smart for your own good. Realistically, what? baby face versus heel has to do with with crowd reaction and crowd reaction alone. Mm
0: -hmm. Storylines
2: are built around how crowds are reacting to people. Not the other way around.
0: Bullshit. You need to then explain Phil Brooks to me then.
2: People were behind him. It was crazy. For no good reason. But they're behind him. They cheered for him. They wanted him.
0: Exactly. Because it has nothing to do with
2: the booking. It has to do with the reaction.
0: Yeah, but the booking hat with it, the reaction was everything.
2: It can sway a reaction, but the, at the end of the day, if you're getting cheered, you're the baby face, regardless of what you're doing. Stone cold is the example of that. Stone cold was trying to do heel things, but he was doing it in such a cool way that people got behind him, And they said, well, shit, I guess he's a baby face. Now they didn't book him different. They said, well, we're going to keep doing that because that's what his character is doing, but they're just going to be more cognizant of getting people who are getting booed to put against him. They're gonna be more cognizant about making more merch. Baby faces sell merch, heels sell tickets. That's what Arn Anderson says. So
0: then do you buy the fact that Cody Rhodes and his end run was a heel?
2: He said it was. That was funny. Yeah, that was funny. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) I thought that was hilarious that he said that.
2: But at the same time, what him saying that is also part of like the same point I'm making. Whether or not he was trying to book himself as a good guy or a bad guy in the story, he was getting booed, and the other person was getting cheered. Therefore, he was the heel whether he was booking that way or not. The crowd reaction determined that. And he knows that. So he's saying, like, I was a heel. I was getting booed. He's also not deaf. It's like he doesn't not know. <coughs> Excuse me. And so it's like you, you keep the story going, but you just tweak the end result based off how the crowd's responding. <laughs> Fox says, I fear for Cody when he comes back now with Triple H in control.
1: I don't
0: i I think
2: it's gonna be better than ever great (coughs) yeah probably gonna give him a robot butler or something it's gonna be awesome
0: yeah i mean hello he's gonna get like you know the he's gonna get the um the apollo creed treatment in rocky four when he fought drago yeah he died in it but you know he's getting to get that
2: died in hell in a cell
0: thank you yeah see
2: um but yeah, this was a weird, um, weird kind of episode. It was, it was the go home show, but in, in a lot of ways, I felt like it was a go away show. Mm-hmm. Um, it also was, I oh. guess, like, I guess their their ratings have been bad year over year, which is kind of surprising to me. But I don't know. It's, I mean, it's not all like, hey, they're done for, but it is like, there's probably going to be a lot of crazy readjustments with their contracts as the TV deal comes up, and mm-hmm. I think that lens for an interesting time you know mm-hmm. like whatever's going to happen to it I don't know that they stay same place same time but they might it's just interesting we'll yeah. see how it goes do you think that this pay-per-view is going <clears> to <throat> deliver like crazy
0: yes and no mm-hmm. yes in the sense that we're going to get um, you're going to get things that change that needs to happen meaning you know, we're going to be less now relying on these people brought in from WWE, these ex wweers uh-huh. and seeing how that's going to go. It's going to be a little bit more, um, a little bit more change in a good way. And I think not in the sense of, and we didn't even talk about this. Um, not in the sense with the elite coming back, yeah. because I don't know. I wanted to get your take on it, Marsh, about how you feel about it, because obviously it's them versus Death Triangle, leaving off right where it they where they left off. Yeah, you know. Like, so the term,
2: graphic and promo, all of that was pretty poorly done. Like the video builds up were better than this. Death triangle cuts mm-hmm. a promo into the camera.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You guys, you say your race, this whole thing. And you are saw like, okay, so he's like, they're, they're pussyfooting around it. Like they're building anticipation, but they weren't. And then they show this graphic and it's empty. And then whew, Misty comes up the elite and go, oh,
0: and everyone's shitting themselves. Yeah.
2: But it was like, you could see it from a mile away and it wasn't, I mean, at least a mile away. But it was like ridiculous. And then, yeah, they're back for the match, which you have to do Mm
1: -hmm. because
2: they had the championships and then they were stripped of it. And now these are the trios champs. So you have to do this match. It's just really peculiar on how they move forward with it. Are they willing to pivot or are they going to go back to what they were going to do to begin with? And I think that's going to be the big tell. If the elite win, then the elite are going back to business as usual, what they want to do when they want to do it. If the trios win, then you might have a slightly more mature elite here who understand Mm -hmm. that you have to make changes when you go. And it's not always best to try and go backwards. You could hurt somebody when you do that, right? Like, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: if Death Triangle loses this, it's going to undermine the entire Death Triangle title ring. And the titles to begin with. It's going to go from being like, hey, a trios champion to elite toys. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And then they're now placeholder champions and now they're really kind of, oh, they were only there because the elite were suspended. Mm -hmm. So they really need to double down and give the trios a victory here. And have the elite get back in the the line and have them win it maybe it all out or some shit.
0: I think that um, they're not, I think with the whole the, the whole like deleting of things, I think now it kind of makes a little bit more sense that that they shouldn't win yeah and i think that they need to build back that confidence in people of you know it's not just you know because they did get they did get a lot of flack about oh you're booking yourselves into this stuff and i think that they can't come back uh, right away with that kind of stuff they need to let it like let it go out there let it you know whatever you know like we don't necessarily need to see Kenny Omega with you know as a champion again you know we don't need to see there's a lot of things we don't need to see but I think that them having a new revamped kind of approach to it I think is evident that it needs to happen because it's going to be nice not to see as much of Jericho maybe yeah. You know, it's gonna be nice not, not seeing a lot of these same old, same olds, you know. So that's where I'm hoping that they come back, they lose. And you know, this is the new this is a new chapter they write.
2: Yeah. And you can you even don't rebuild necessarily. the you, you rebuild the title. elite.
0: Yeah, yeah. You don't have to have a title, you know? Because I think and everyone
2: I as they got into the trio's titles even being announced, it was like, Oh, this is the elite's sandbox they've created for themselves to have championships with their friends. Cause the rest of the show is mm-hmm. going on without them. But a lot of that had to do with punk. I honestly think if there was no punk, there wouldn't be a trios championship. Mm-hmm. So although they've talked about it before, so maybe they would, but I think that that's what rushed it because it was like, Hey, we don't get to do whatever we want. Now punk does. Well, now with punk out of the picture and you guys get to go back on top. If you want, maybe they do. Maybe they take it with the trios championship and say that this is the big deal now. And I think it'd be better if they lose and try to rebuild splinter fox even in the chat says um he says i will book more power hungry bring in marty and flip and when hangman comes back in line uh with them and be true heels like they were in njpw i think that could be a very interesting story too if they lose here hey what what's gone wrong we are the elite they erase the elite and really become like no we are the fucking elite we won't be ignored and say hey maybe the problem is is we've we've gotten thinner in numbers maybe we got to Got to bring the whole crew back in and show that and become like a little NWO over there, you know, Mm -hmm.
1: elite versus AEW.
0: I'm not going to lie. When um, when Marty wrestled with Triple A, it was Marty and Flip. Yeah. And I'm like. Whoa, like if Conan booked it or whoever booked it. I'm like, you just put together one of my favorite bits from yeah. BTE, which was Marty and Flip Take Japan. Oh yeah. Because those videos were hilarious. I mean, just the dynamic between the two of them. And
2: they were great in you know, NWA that short run they had.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Flip is Flip. Oh my God. Flip, everyone knows I'm yeah, people are like, oh, you have poor taste in you know people you like. I love me some Flipboard and I've known him a long time. I love Flip. Not gonna lie. Little dingy but you know what he means well Uh one thing about flip though is he actually that chemistry that he had has always had with like marty and all those guys has always been like really 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 great i mean that chemistry they all had together and with cody and everybody it was yeah it was undeniable that you can you can say these people are really good friends and a lot of times some of those regular people you would see on there yeah, that were part of their circle. They're all really good friends. You know, and I don't want to be all, oh, happy-dappy and whatever. And But, you know, there's a lot of, I've said it before in on episode one, you know, a lot of good people and a lot of bad people. And that core group that they always were around are some of the really good people. Yep. And this whole thing, to anyone I've ever talked to about this kind of shit, they saw that you weren't bullshitting. And you're right. and I'm like, yeah, it's good ones and bad ones. You know, it's it all depends on who you associate with and happen to associate with some pretty good people.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So you know, it is what it is. But I really think that um, they do need to revamp themselves, revamp how people, how fans see them in that company in their position. Because a lot of a lot of dirt and negativity was unleashed and it yeah. wasn't fair to it wasn't fair to anybody. And I think that they took a real big brunt of it because yeah. these were things that people kind of really didn't address um, address with Cody, but they sure love to do that with the bucks. They never yeah. mentioned it about Jericho. Nope. So yeah, so that's where it's kind of like it's not fair to them yeah. Why are they the ones that always get picked on?
2: Yeah. Swin Fox does say this is their last shot. Time is running out for AW. You push the house to the moon, make it the elite versus house of black, have Darby join the House of Black, make them both powerhouse. I yep. would do that. That sounds great. Mm-hmm. I'd be really into that, to be honest. I would
0: I would love that. That would be amazing because right now, when you look at what House of Black does and what they do with Darby, hell, so I've sting in that mix of you know fathering everything. Sure. You know.
2: Yeah, and give I mean, him a little cloak.
0: Yeah, that'd be great. You know, yeah. it doesn't have to be like death or anything like that. You know, we had Alexi Brojante's doing that, and obviously Marsh didn't like that.
2: Yeah. So. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, Spin Fox says Blackpool is dead. J.S. is dead too. Reboot the stables, bringing females into mm-hmm. stables. We were talking about this uh, just the other night, Spinner Fox. The amount of women in in stables in WWE has been really impressive. Um, mm-hmm. they've added a bunch of women to them, like uh, Zelina's fighting now with legato you got Vfab fab and hit row you got um ria in judgment day okay. um
0: they don't uh, have... sarah
2: logan sarah logan joined viking raiders like you're just, you're having a lot of like mixed teams it's really great
0: but with the um with all the samoans they don't have anybody right
2: for bloodline no you'd think that they would well, throw in uh, tamina in by now
0: no that's but what i would they think
2: they've not and I wonder if it's just like, hey, she hasn't really been booked to be bloodline material. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: That's wrong.
2: the uh, fuck does snowing, say Naomi, which a lot of people said, but...
0: that's, that's what I said. Yeah, and I think that's you could turn Tamina
2: it. around on a, on a dime. I think that Tamina's is there, and she believably will beat the shit out of anybody at any moment. Um, Whenever she loses, you just go, ah, that's nice of her. But when she wins, you go, yeah, that's what you get. Like you could right, easily bring her. Up.
0: The Samoan people you know yeah. and that's why I'm like, why isn't she in there i that that floors me yeah no offense yeah, sammy says, uh, is an honorary boost. yeah but you don't even yeah, have but, an actual samoan in there that's a oh, yeah,
2: whatever. yeah but sammy zane's like the best part of the show so you, of course you want him in the biggest act
0: uh, Sprint fox woman. says
2: uh naomi which i've heard of and i could believe it but she's also kind of in a weird spot and then she's also by marriage so it kind of makes the bloodline and I know you can always make the Sammy argument, but Naomi's no Sammy, and that's kind no. of the charm of Sammy being a part of it is that no. he doesn't belong.
0: But when you're that's great. The, the island, all these islander people, okay. When you're like when Samoans, they all stick together, okay. They probably are all related, but they all stick together. And if you're if you're of islander blood as well, or you have some smidgen of it. You're still like family they still respect that mm-hmm. so i'm I, i'm just i'm just saying that
1: well, yeah
0: i've been saying for a long time I'm, throwing, put in there. I'm like i'm honorary you know korean hawaiian here i'm honorary i'm more honorary than Sami zane he just has a shirt i don't
2: Spin says AEW bring in a Joshi stable that would be so fresh. I remember they did when they we first tried. started. They had a couple.
0: They tried. Did you not yeah. see that? Rio Emi Sakura oh, yeah. um, What's that chick? There's another chick. The one that looks like a g- little genie in the bottle. I have no idea. I don't remember her name. Yeah. Although they, they tried that. Yeah, you know, she does. That was part of that whole thing. Those were Kenny's girls.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, I do think that they're trying to make this new rampage seem like it's a lot more important than it is. They got Hook and Lee Moriarty. Mm-hmm. They have uh, Ricky Stark versus Lance Archer. Eddie Kingston mm-hmm. and Ortiz against uh, a- Akiyama and um,
0: June Akiyama and um, Takeshita.
2: And mm-hmm. Athena versus Madison Ray. The promos mm-hmm. they cut on the show for ricky eddie uh and even the little clip they showed for lee and hook i thought they did a pretty good job of making this rampage look like it's going to be an important one but also Mm -hmm. historically we've seen what rampage is so it's hard to believe that but i actually think they did a good job of making you think you should believe that you know what i mean Mm
0: -hmm. i think that um this is going to be the first time in a long time eddie kingston is not going to look like a bitch and I'm, ex- and I'm excited for that. Don't think we No, no. Because this is a match that... Eddie's always wanted to face Jun Akiyama. And as we all know, you know, Takeshita. And I'm a little pissed about this because this is why I don't get to see Takeshita wrestle up front and personal. Because he was supposed to be at King of the Indies on Saturday. Damn AEW, they did it to me. Mm-hmm. But again... My fault I didn't go the first time. But you're getting, you know, someone who is probably one of the hottest wrestlers right now around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, you know, this is something where it's not something that Eddie will be booked in as a joke. Because it's been serious all the way through. And, and it was a really I'm good all. video. Mm-hmm. Very good video. So that's where I think that this is going to be the first time. And it's very refreshing. To see Eddie like that, props to, props to Eddie. But if fucking it comes to some jokey thing, Tony Khan, I swear to God, I swear to God, you should just let Eddie Kingston go. Don't make me say that to him on the, the damn cruise because I'll go up to Eddie and say, "Yo, Eddie, what the fuck? I'm tired of make tired of Tony Khan making you a bitch. What the fuck? Seriously."
2: Yep, yep. Anything else?
0: Um. Other than that, no. Because you know you're always going to get a good Starks promo out of it. You know? Yeah. He needs the microphone more. And um, I don't know. Do you have any thoughts going into um, any predictions that you have going into the pay-per-view? Not
2: really. I think is going to win it, but whether or not regal turns on or not i'd rather that he does but i don't know that he will Mm
1: -hmm.
2: i think that also because yeah i don't think there's any kind of cohesiveness at all to any kind of black pool club thing so i think by having regal join mjf and just move forward but and then mox be be gone for a while and then you just have if danielson wins the roh title then you have claudio or put the title back on claudio and have him go to roh when they start doing that thing at the early next year so I don't know. I think they split up a few things, but there's nothing in there that I'm looking at like, oh shit, this can't miss. It's absolutely something I'll be able to just keep track of on Twitter and be fine with. Or go to Wrestling Inc. and just look at their live results and pick what's happening.
0: I really I'm wanting to see the the triple threat, the Joe, Wardlow, and Hobbs.
1: Yeah,
2: that might be good. I mm-hmm. just wonder because, Only because it, they've all three of them have had big mismatches at different times, so it's a little hard to say. And uh,
0: I think this is a great way. If you are going to push Hobbs, you give him all, give it, give him all of it, all or nothing. Because he, at this point, he's coming off looking like a chump losing to Ricky, the last one. Mm-hmm. He hasn't wrestled since. He needs to take it and basically assert his dominance. It'd be nice to ha- or have him in a long program with Joe for a while, and take it over to Ring of Honor. And I think that would be excellent. Lots of possibilities with that one, but I don't want Wardlow anywhere near it. Yeah, yeah.
2: Pininfogu says, "Kari, I'm excited for her. She she could win the first NJPW Women's Championship, which I'm understanding mm-hmm. that she can wrestle anywhere around the face world and and." Yeah. If she's able to, yeah. That'd be cool. Um, let's see. Spin Fox says it's only for the TNT title. Yeah. It's not for both titles, but you're just saying oh. that... I thought you well, you thought he was going to take the one title and then challenge for the other title.
0: I thought both of them were up. But maybe oh, no, not. not. Maybe, he'll, maybe Hobbs will win. And at the ROH pay-per-view, Hobbs will... Um, Maybe it's Joe. For
2: it. Maybe. You could also have Hobbs pin Joe for the win, get the TNT title, and then say, also, I pinned you so I want yours too.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: then get a rematch that way. You could.
0: Because that you could be fucking fire. Yep, yep. I wish I could go to Dallas to see that. Uh Anything else? No.
1: I think it's I mean... last call time.
2: Yep, yep. I'm good. We got a bunch of stuff getting done. I think next week we're going to be off air. uh, Except if I do something fun with my brother or something. So nothing that is going to be revolving around a bunch of new content and stuff. Uh, Maybe I don't know. Maybe we'll see about talking about some of the Fallout stuff before we leave though. Uh, Maybe even pre-record something and drop it later.
0: Or maybe I can convince Marsh to uh, live stream a match or so.
2: Definitely not watching that. I'm spending time with my brother tomorrow, or on Saturday.
0: Okay, so, never mind then.
2: Yeah, and I'd rather not. So.
0: <laughs> uh,
2: but I think that's it, guys. We'll be back soon enough. Keep on the likes, the subscribes, the five stars, the notifications, all the things. Give us the follows. I'm at Ref Marsh. Uh, this is at WOTR, the show. She is Miss Amanda Jane. This is episode one, and we're going to be right here for a brand new episode, one in the dive bar of the IWC. Guys, mm-hmm. that's the last call.
0: Cheers. Hey, producing lady here. Thanks for tuning in. Continue to support us or buy us a drink by following and putting the I and subscribe on Twitch. Or subscribe and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. Cheers.
1: I would never have a drink with Weston on the rocks.